Absolutely. And we are back to the next voicemail. Why a lot of us get to that stage in our lives where we're like, yo, just shut up and look pretty. Come over, handle business, and leave. It's one of the jokes about prostitutes. Like you don't <laughs> you don't pray prostitutes for sex, you pay them to leave. <laughs> Take the dick and go. Take the dick and go. And go. Like the dick is gonna be here when you get back, but just take it and go. Like, like have seriously. Fun with it. And and no, that like, that was my mentality for a really long time. Give me the dick, don't talk, keep your mouth shut, because if you open it, it's gonna ruin this. D- maybe don't even look at me. Like just give me the dick and leave. Pretend no, you weren't that? here. No, what was that movie where like she kept telling the guy, um, don't look at her? It was like a comedy movie. Oh, I forgot. Was it like, um was having, Wedding Crashers? You know which one? I think it was Wedding Crashers where she was like, no, just don't look at me. <laughs> I was like, wait, she's letting him She was like, like level no. 25 crazy though. <laughs> yeah, she was, but here's yeah. the thing. There's there's no greater pussy than pussy that honestly, you know for a fact it's crazy when you when you got there. You're like, wait, by the way, um, I knew you were crazy when I showed up, but now you won't <laughs> <let me leave."> <laughs> Like, <laughs> wait, You have flattened all my tires somehow. You didn't even leave this room. <laughs> Yo, like, 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 th- there have been stories that, like, the guys and I—we've all shared stories. And one of my boys, he was like, "Yo, like, you know, I hit it," and she started just crying out of nowhere. And I was like, "Okay, I I know a couple of people that have had like the guys. Have t- I have plenty of guy friends, and they've just been like, "Yo, she started crying in the middle of sex, and I didn't know what to do, but I kept fucking her because the pussy was good." And I was just like, "Yeah, yeah." Because <laughs> the thing, we, we've all been, we've all been there. But the way he said it. Like, he was scared because he was like, yo, we had finished having sex. He was like, okay, so we finished fucking, and after we finished fucking, like, they were sitting down, and she wanted to start engaging in the conversation. They started to talk, mm. and then she just broke down crying. And he was like, yo, like, all he kept thinking about was, I just hope she doesn't think, like, I took advantage of her. So he was, he sat there and oh, talked no. to her. And I was like, yo, like, I'm not going to say his name, but he was, like, telling me that he sat and talked to her for three hours. And she went on about everything. He was like, Greg, she's talking about how she was bullied in high school. stuff." I was like, okay. Oh, my God. No. Like, you're trying to tell me your dick pulled out the ghost of Christmas past about being bullied, my friend? Like, yo, what is going on? Like, stay away from the pussy that honestly, not only does it come with trauma, uh... She's telling you about some shit in high school. Like she's yeah, that's a like, different level of crazy. Yeah. Um, she will definitely cut you with a butter knife. <laughs> she will definitely do that. Um, I need you to get away. Be careful, dog. I am also one of those men that walk into a home and just start jettisoning clothing as I come from the front door down the hallway into my bedroom. Shoes, socks, coat, jacket, pants shirt just gets laid to the wayside it's just, it's still like a trail you you would think like the aliens came in and just evaporated humans and like, their clothes were just left over that that is that is me that's me you're right men pick a day to clean women tidy up daily uh this is why i live alone because i don't i i like my i like my clutter i really really like my clutter and how organized my disorganization is he leaves yeah. a breadcrumb trail of clothing. So just in case, you know, you ever can't find him in his home, just follow the random hey, articles exactly. of clothing. It's a safety measure, really. Yeah. Um, I, I used to talk to a chick that, you know, she 
she was very like I almost say she was very clean because it sounds really fucked up but she she did like what i call janae aiko type of things where as soon as you walked in her house like you felt like there was like an energy just sitting around you like wait what the fuck like like your living room it's supposed to be a living room but there's like there's chakras and shit around there's like mm. eucalyptus i'm like why is this shit just this shit just hanging everywhere right so you know we walked into her house and it was like okay like shoes off at the door I'm, I'm cool with that i'm used to that but then she was like oh no but put these shoes on instead to you know protect your oh because, lord you know, i was like okay like this this is this is a little bit weird but we're gonna go with it so then she had this thing where you, you know people had to sit a certain amount of feet apart because she didn't want her couches to be misaligned i was like wait what the fuck like what is going on here you're crazy right but then she put it on me. so she, she put it on me <laughs> after she, after she did this, um, I, I realized that this is why, like, I do not date women who went to Howard University because they're, they're fucking crazy. They are they're fucking nuts, and th- they do things that they should have no business doing, um, including giving you slippers. How do you have slippers? And more importantly, why are they male slippers and they are the perfect fit? Like, do you just only date guys who wear like a size nine and a half? I mean, I feel like that level of crazy probably does. <laughs> probably, <laughs> she knew your um, shoe size. Before you even realized it. Yeah. Um, like certain things should happen. And then what, what, I forget what this name of this bowl was. It, it scared the hell out of me because this was what this had to have been like over like nine or 10 years ago. So I went to her house and I seen this bowl. And then my wife and I, a couple months ago, we had gone to this little event like pre COVID and I saw the same fucking bowl. And it's one of those bowls where like some, there's like a guy or lady, it doesn't matter. And they're sitting like, you know, like native style, they're sitting like Indian style and they have like a little bowl and they're doing this wand around the bowl and it makes a noise. So it, it makes this really like very like eclectic type of noise. And it reminded me of the get out thing where the lady was just doing the whole thing and yeah. with the spoon and the coffee with thing. The spoon. Yeah. But when I went to the girl's house, she was doing that. She was going and like wanding it. I was like, yo, I all I cared about was I just didn't want her to put blood in my spaghetti. I told her, I was like, yo, I can't eat anything you got. Nothing. Like, <laughs> we are going to order pizza. We are ordering pizza. I can't fuck with anything you eat. We got a, a lot of voicemails. Though. Okay, go. so since we're on the subject, Greg, can you answer Uh-oh. this? And don't tell me you don't know your wife does it. When you were single and you had your own shit before wifey, how often did you change your bed sheets? And your comforter as a man. Go. Oh my God. I want to hear oh, this boy. too. Every Saturday. Every Saturday. Um, okay. The reason, the reason why is because like, I mean, I, I was raised by a black mom, obviously, but more importantly, like my mom didn't go about that shit. Every single Saturday, it was cleaning day. Like I know the Tony Braxton album back in front because my mom would tell us like, Hey, um, you get up at eight o'clock. If you do it, early you ain't got to do it later but either way you're going to have to do the shit so we get up every saturday even my wife we get up we vacuum we go in we dust off everything we clean the couches we do everything we could possibly do and when we first got together she was looking at me she was like wait like why do you clean up so much right now this is our day off now at first i was kind of nervous i was like wait what do you mean why are we cleaning now like when do you clean like if i'm clean on saturdays and it's the only day i get off really like when do you clean because Monday through Friday, I ain't got a chance to do this. So now she's like kind of picked up the same thing where she cleans well. I'll see her and she's like, hey, Greg, I'm about to start vacuuming up, start dusting. I'm like, oh, oh, well, th- this is 
this is wild. Um, I Good habits though, rub off. Yeah, not only do they rub off, um, the, the sheets thing is important as fuck to us. Like, we we don't keep sheets for longer than two years. So that's, like, number one for us. Like, I've had friends be like, oh, great, man, I've had sheets forever. Like, I'm like mm, two years max. And then they end up going to the garbage. Um, she will go and she'll be like, hey, you know, I went to the store. I went to this place and I got us some new sheets. I'm like, hey, cool. Three count? Cool. New pillows? Cool. Um, I've alternatively, like, dated people who have told me they've had their pillows since like they live with their parents. I'm like, there's no, fucking Oh no. Yo, you should not sleep on a pillow for longer than like a year. Like every yeah. year, go th- just take the pillowcase off, throw it away. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay to have new pillows. They're like eight bucks. Mm-hmm. Don't go and have pillows from like 12 years ago. Um, one of my Facebook friends, like they were saying, you know, one of the pillows they've had, they've had since they were a child, and it's like an heirloom. And I was like, wait a minute. Um, heirlooms, Absolutely you don't not. Do. Like something that you drooled on, something that somebody else drooled on, that's contagion, my friend. Like, yo, I, I don't. And here's, the, here's the thing. Like, my wife, this is like something she taught me. Um, she don't walk around barefoot at hotels at all. When we no. On the honeymoon and stuff like that. Never. Absolutely not. Flip flops for her. Literally, mm-hmm. the moment we walk into the hotel, flip flops. When she goes to shower, she will literally like you know she does what we do. Which I was like, wait, I thought only us niggas do this shit. I thought like <laughs> we were the only ones that will put the towel down in the bathtub or in the shower before we shower. She, did. I was like, oh, I wear my flip flops like, in the shower. Yo, no, here's the thing. We, we we thought about this, but the issue for us though is like for the honeymoon, they had the shower and then they had like the bathtub shower, where it's like there was a shower that was like right on top of like the bathtub and everything but then they had like a standalone shower so you know i'm I'm not gonna get into that because i don't understand no don't i don't want to hear it but but let's get into this next one oh shit he didn't get a technique shot he ain't need to take this shot (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's possible sorry i I was letting my friend show him the (laughs) some stupid shit Hey, yo, shout out to Michael, man. Shout yeah. out to I just want to know, do, like, does everybody really look like their avatar? No. I feel like I look better than my avatar. Uh, I'm dark-skinned. Uh, they don't have, like... Actually, I, I, I hope I look like my... I hope I do, yeah. I look oh, I look yeah. similar to mine, but in like I feel like I look better in person. Yeah. More importantly, if y'all are trying to follow like the women on here because of how their emoji look like, Newsflash, there are guys that have women emojis in here. So mm-hmm. good luck. Finkel, Finkel is Einhorn. I'm <laughs> Finkel is Einhorn. You, you, you out here? Yeah. You, you, you thought that was one big ass clit. Turned out to be a dick. You watch yourself. You better watch yourself. Shout out. You know what? You know what? That was a funny. If you thought if you, laughed was at that, funny. if you laughed at, you know, you know what? Uh, we need to make it clap. It, it is make it clap. all over again. Make it check. Clap. We, if you fuck with that thought, we need you to make it clap. Use that applause. More importantly, share. We need you to follow Steph and myself. Follow that guy who just left that comment because that was funny as shit. Still nice voicemail though. Wow, uh, Romello sounds like a lesbian. <laughs> and just to be clear, what I mean by that is, the lesbians are the only people that I know of that will sleep with someone the, the on one night. And on the same night, we'll move in every fucking thing from their apartment into another person's place. The, the, 
pack a bag, suitcases, TVs, couches. Yo, that's what lesbians do. They hook up really fast and move in together. So, Romello, yo. Now, I can't I, say I disrespect the lesbian. I can't I say can't I disagree with that disagree. because I do know I know lesbians that have done it very quickly. But shout out to our LGBTQ community. Thank y'all for listening. We're not putting this solely on lesbians because I know plenty of straight people that have done that crazy shit too. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, bitch, are you stupid? Yeah. Are you dumb? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not just going to put this on lesbians because I've definitely seen a number of straight people do it too. Absolutely. But I've also seen a lot of lesbians. I want to know that you ever fucked a Mexican before. Uh, No, I have not. Uh, frankly, um, and then to put it very clearly, I have never in my life been attracted to Hispanic men. Oh wow! Um, yeah, I, I thought she was going to say pink. Dick, except but for that- except for Chris Nunez, I'd fuck him. Shout out to Chris Nunez if you're listening, babe. Call me. Next voicemail because we don't have a dog in this fight. Can we normalize women being comfortable with living by themselves, like? I feel like whenever I meet a man, it's always like, oh, so you live by yourself? Like, hey, why why are you alone? It's like, bruh, because it's a choice. Like, I don't want to just shock up with anybody. Yes, Shade Two Times. I live alone because I want to live alone because I like my space and I like you not invading it. Is that all right with you, bruh? I agree. Like I love, and, and you know what? I, shout out, sorry, but, Greg. Shout out to women who no, do live alone because I do find, like, I myself have taught myself a lot of things that people rely on men for. I do handiwork around my house. I do the plumbing work around my house. I do work on my car. Like, I do a lot of these things because I was taught by the men in my family to not have to rely on a man to do them for me. Um, so shout out to the independent women who choose to live by themselves, who are very capable and able and don't need a man to do this shit for them. Shout out to all Absolutely. of y'all. Absolutely. Make it clap. Ladies who can make do shit it on clap. your own. Make it clap, please. Mic check gang. You know what it is. We need you to go ahead and make it clap. If you are a woman that is independent and we ain't talking about Beyonce and we know she independent, but throw your hands up at us. Applause, mm-hmm. please. Um, more importantly, all the single men that are in here, we need you to applause and you know go ahead and learn the trades that you need to learn. Um, I, I shouldn't have to tell men to take out the trash. Um, I shouldn't have to tell men to do things that honestly, it's not even a, a role thing. It's like, yo, imagine you go to a woman's house and you know she, she's giving you pussy. Um, this is to the men. She's going and giving you some ass, and it's good ass or bad ass or just ass in general. You going and you fucking her and. Right before you leave, you see that her trash can is like 85% full. Just go take that shit when you go. Just even like, you know what? I'll drop this off to the dumpster for you. That's the gentlemanly thing they do. She laid down and she gave you the best back shots of your life. And you decided, you know what? I'm going to walk right past her kitchen and not even touch the trash. You dirty dick heifer. You know what? That shit does go a long way. It will, it will, it will absolutely warrant an invite back. Yo, yo. I'll tell you, and this is a story time. I will just say this. Like, I've never experienced more gratitude than like one night my boys and I, we went to one of our friends' houses for a kickback. So we went out and everybody is drunk. They're having fun and everything like that. And I saw the person that was hosting it. Like they were hosting the event and she's trying to clean up behind people to make sure she didn't have to do it at three or four o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. So me, like 
I know for a fact that when I have people at my house, I hate having to clean up when they are gone. So I usually clean up and go, you know, as I go. So I asked, I was like, okay, like if you hand me the trash bag, I'll go and take out the trash for you. And then I started to wash the dishes. And she said something to me that I never thought I would hear in my life. She said, I thought men only just threw the dishes in the dishwasher and expected them to clean them on their own. I was like, oh. yo, I, what? Yo, the dishwasher is not meant to clean your dishes. It's, it's to sanitize them to me. Yeah, that's it. Like you need like, to rinse them before they go in the dishwasher. Yeah, you should not just be going and putting fucking spaghetti sauce just in the fucking dishwasher. No. And you know what? Hey, that that, that finish is going to finish it. No, <laughs> that just means it. that spaghetti sauce grime is going to be on the rest of your fucking dishes Man, until those what? pipes are cleaned out. Yeah, like you need to wash your dishes. Like, and it, it really scares me because people will literally have Dawn in their kitchen. It's like, wait a minute. So you have like actual like dish detergent but you won't even like put some elbow grease in it it's disgusting like mm-hmm. but it's, it's usually men like i've gone to my guy friends houses and you know they're for the most part clean but when we go to these kickbacks and i see some shit i'm like yo like yo y'all living real foul right now like uh-huh. y'all, like no man that is over the age of like 23 should have like empty liquor bottles just in their bedroom bro like when yeah, we see that i've we seen to your apartment I've seen it all, man. And it's from grown men and grown women, like just ashtrays full of roaches, like weed roaches, not like cockroaches. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, yeah, house smells like stale blunts and like there's ashes on everything and like hair on everything. Like, yo, how do you, what? Like, how do you invite someone to, one, how do you live like that? Two, how do you invite someone to your house when mm. it looks like that and not feel any kind of shame? Yo, I- I'm gonna say this, and I mean this with all disrespect. Um, and I'm saying this because I've been to friends' houses and stuff like that. And the one thing I absolutely hate and I despise, um, and I will disrespect your toilet if this happens. Um, <laughs> when I-, I mean the shit from the bottom of my heart, there's nothing worse than you go to someone's house. And their toilet seat, like right underneath the toilet seat, has like piss and grime on it. Yo, that right there, I will leave your establishment. Like, because I have enough respect for my my own dick and the person after me to go and lift the toilet seat. But for you to go and your the rim of your toilet seat is like it, it literally looks like there's just been orange juice just like sitting all over your toilet. You know what? Ew. I'll go and piss in a Wendy's. I will go and piss in a Wendy's before I go and piss in your house. Some shit you shouldn't do. And fellas, if you decide, and I want to tie it all in, like if you decide that you want to go and move in with a woman, you have to understand it's more than just lifting the toilet seat. Like you have to actually clean the toilet seat because there are men that will lift the toilet seat, but they won't clean up behind themselves. Yes, you pissed in the middle of the bowl. Smart. Like that. that's so good. You get like an A, you get a gold star. But the issue is after we men piss, we, we still have that little dribble. Left. Y'all get a dribble. Oh, we, we get the dribble. And it ends up landing right around the rim. Go clean the rim off. The toilet paper's right there. Go clean the rim off. Your old boy that, that lived here for six months, he used to shake the shit out of his dick when he would finish peeing. And like there would be pee on the walls. Man. And like he Yo. didn't think there was a problem with it. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those yellow specks, that's not dust. That is piss residue. 
Nobody mm-hmm. wants to see that shit. Disgusting. We, we got guests coming. My mom is coming over this weekend, and you talking about, oh, well, you know, I don't know what that yellow speck is. It is piss, my nigga. You are out here just pissy dicking, just it's not cool. You are pissy. <laughs> it's not cool. It's not cool. Oh, we, got, we got some voicemails. Let's get these out the way. Um, I think it just depends on um, each person and their relationships um, individually. Um, I didn't move in. I, I, I moved in with my guy fairly um, quick. Um, I think it was in a matter of seven months maybe even six so it's pretty quick um but we hit it off uh very quick uh he was a very trusting guy Um, obviously he knew i was a trusting girl i mean we like hit it off we were he seemed like my best friend from day one and we've been together for six years now and yeah so i don't know i think everyone is is different i think i still think six months is pretty soon um I would say give it about a year and a half to move in with the others, with the other. How do you feel about yeah. that stuff? See, I'm listen. If it works, it works, and and God bless the people who can move in with each other after six months and have a wonderful, long lasting relationship. The problem with that is that it is rare. It yeah. doesn't always um, happen. People only aren't always as well-intentioned as she and her boyfriend. So congratulations to them. I'm happy they had that it worked out. Props to them for having a great, healthy relationship, but it's just that's not the the standard. Yeah, yeah. For me, my rule—I won't say it's my rule of thumb, but it, it's just more so something that I find to be kind of weird. Um, and I'll give this, you know, scenario to anybody else, and I want you to like leave a voicemail, you know, make it clap, mic check. Um, uh, imagine you are dating a guy, and you and this guy are dating for three to six months, and you decide, you know what, we're going to move in together, but you've never met that person's parents. Thanksgiving is next weekend. And you know for a fact that his parents, every year they come to spend time with their kid, with their only son, they want to spend time with them. But now that house that it was empty last year, you're there. Your shit's there. And they have to meet you for the first time. And now that's your space. Like, it's not just like, oh, this is my boyfriend's house. You live there now. But it's also the first time you meet your boyfriend or girlfriend's parents. Um, to me, I feel like that's a little bit too soon. Um, mm-hmm. You and you and that person you are dating for six months, you've moved your things in, but you've never met their parents. Um, and some people say, well, I met my, you know, I met my boyfriend or I met my girlfriend's parents, you know, three months in. But it's like, do you know how many people like bring people that they're just fucking around with around their friends and family members mm-hmm. with the intentions of just not being around them that long? It's like, hey, it's like, your mom, your dad, your parents, they just know. They're like, all right, I know the difference from when Steph is in a relationship to we may not see this guy in a month. Like, there's a difference in the relationship. <laughs> it's funny. I actually, I had is dinner. It? I had dinner with a, f- a friend was it yesterday. <laughs> and they brought up the fact that they no longer have decided to learn the names of the men that I'm dating. Because I bring them around and they're like, yeah, hey, buddy. Because like, they know that they'll be gone in a couple weeks. It's, it's so like, shitty, so, but it's true. Uh, I'm that person. I am the person you're talking about. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. See? See? This is why we're friends. I love you, friend. You, you Love you, too, Greg. You, you. 
Let, let's see what else we got. We got a lot of filth in this voicemail. But you know what? We got these voicemails, and we love the fact that you guys are sending them, and we are going to play them. But you know what time it is. You know Make it, is. it clap. We, we need you to go ahead and share, subscribe, and more importantly, like give us a round of applause, man. Make it clap. Like we, we see it, but we need to see you. We need to see those round of applause, man. We know you're in here. There are a lot of listeners in here that are following Steph, they're following myself. We need you to go. And give us a round of applause. Let everybody else know that you are listening because they will engage knowing that you are listening. While yes. you guys do that, we're going to play the next voicemail. Well, I have a different take on this because me and my girl were doing long distance and we were having a lot of problems. And I was sick of long distance, but neither of us were able to walk away from the relationship, even though it was super tumultuous. I'm walking. That's why I'm out of breath. But uh, basically, we moved in together three months ago. And uh, my attitude about it was, everyone says, you know, well, you better know someone super, super well and make sure you get along really, really well before you move in with them. But my thought on it was, nah, what better way to fast track and find out if you're wasting your time with someone than see how compatible you are living with them. Give, give yourselves a chance to get sick of each other. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean... Listen, I'm I'm all for that. I'm a little bit more reserved and a little bit more cynical um, in that, like, if I am moving to another city for someone um, because it's long distance and it wasn't working and the relationship was on the rocks and like it was the best decision um, to to be in the same location. I'm either getting my own place in that city or I have enough money stashed away that if it doesn't work out, I have a backup plan. Um, and so, like I said, kudos to you, dude, for making it work. Um, and, and I hope that it was the step that you needed to make sure that your relationship is functional. Um, but it's not the standard. Yeah, definitely not the standard at all. But shout out to that voicemail, man. That was a great voicemail. Yeah. What's in the heebie-jeebie fuckery? Hey, heebie-jeebie Oh, she must be talking about the pissy dickin'. Yeah, the pissy dickin. You, you, <laughs> no, no, no pissy dickin. No pissy dickin. But you don't take a damn bath with it. Hey, you don't. You do not mm-hmm. take a bath with it. <laughs> Little <laughs> Olive Garden. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, you don't want the Olive Garden at all. Oh, Lord. Look, I'm having an co- uh, interesting conversation with that spicy nene. Yes, yes, you gotta have the spicy maymay. Gotta have the spicy maymay. It's only gonna get worse, I promise. Uh, again, you know, we ain't gonna do the mic check just yet. It's too soon, but we want you to, you know, definitely clap up if you are fucking with the show and share it, please. Like, no bullshit. Like, we need the engagement. This is what stereo is all yes. about, man. Please engage with each other in the comments. And more importantly, follow the people that are leaving these voicemails, man. They are saying a lot of good shit that you need to mm-hmm. follow. You need to start trying to schedule these stereos, man. Like, each one, teach one. Except for, you know, certain people. We, we Different story for another day. But here we are. I shouldn't, I shouldn't put myself out there like that, but just, just look, at my, look at my bio. Uh, <laughs> sex is plentiful. I know tons of dudes with good dick and good stroke game. I know tons of girls who can work it like no other. But all of that stuff is just so superficial. And when it comes to actually finding a partner that you want to spend time with and cuddle with, I always say, like, I prefer cuddling over sex, like, any day of the week. That cuddling is hard to find. Sex is easy, but somebody who just wants... 
finding somebody who wants to wake up next to you like that's that's difficult it is hard especially if if you're if you're like closed off um like myself like i i find cuddling to be more intimate than having sex with someone and like it's been a it's been an unhealthy amount of time since i have found someone where i'm like i really just kind of enjoy like laying here in your arms um yeah it's kind of crazy Damn, that was the first time Steph has been honest since she told me she's taking it out back. Good grief. You motherfucker, I am honest <laughs> all the time, and I'm not taking you to Outback anymore. You're getting fucking checkers at this point. <laughs> What's going on? Wait, wait. Keep wait, talking wait, your wait. shit. We're downgrading you every chance. Jesus, like, what happened to the love concern? You you told me one thing, you're telling me another. I'm starting to feel nah, like a yo. side chick, man. I don't like this shit. I don't like this at all. You are the side the first chick, day you date, that'd be too soon to tell me about it. If you just met her, I think that'd be too soon. But, uh, I'm for real, if you on, if you really into the person, right, and I, I think it, if it's deep and of in the relationship, uh, it really depends on between you and that person when you should move in. That's something you have you, you and the other person should talk about when it's time to move in together. Yeah. Oh, I completely agree. Yeah. That's yeah. that's up to the two of y'all. I'm speaking yeah. from my experiences, Greg. I'm sure you're speaking from your experiences. Mm-hmm. Do that is a disclaimer that I'd like to make right now. Do not take what we are saying as what you should be doing. Not this is a casual conversation for y'all to engage and speak on your experiences in the same way that we're, we're we're speaking on our experiences. If you find similarities in our stories to your story, then maybe there's something there to explore. But by no stretch of the imagination are we telling you what to do. Yeah, this is not an expert show. We are not no. experts. We don't know it all. But we will tell you our experiences and how to not fall and fail the way that we did past, present, or future. Um, Agreed. And saying what he said, you know, when it came to his voice note, you know you and you know you best. Um, the best thing is you have to protect you. If you know that you're walking into a situation that you're not really comfortable in, step back. Um, there are a lot mm-hmm. of people who go into these situations like the whole topic that we're talking about, about moving in together. You know, it might not be a good thing, but you're, you're so enamored with that person. You're so in love with that person that you feel like you, you have to do it in order to appease them. The right answer is you don't have to. If that person is saying, you know what, why don't we move in together? We'll both save money and blah, blah, blah. You know what? It's it's on you because if you say no, they have to figure it out. Uh, if the relationship ends, it ends. But you don't have to do things. Um, and that's just not when it comes to like having a place. But that's just in the relationship in general. If you don't want to do anal, that person don't have to do anal. With you. No, it, it's one of those things. If you know for a fact you don't suck dick, hey, yeah it's just one of those things i feel like people really really underestimate the power of trusting your gut if something fundamentally doesn't feel good for me like i just i it causes a level of anxiety that i just can't overlook in most cases and it took me a really 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 long time to to understand that because i always wanted my gut to be wrong but never in my life has that pit that, that pit feeling in my stomach ever been wrong um, and, and people underestimate yeah. that a lot. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, you know what? I'm, I'm going to leave that there because Steph, honestly, 
you made all the right answers there. And you know what? Just give it up. Give it up for Steph, because not only is she telling the <laughs> truth, man, I, I need y'all to make it clap for Steph. If you are not making it clap for Steph right now, after all the gems she is dropping, like, what is wrong with y'all? I need you to make it clap. That applause emoji that you have sitting on your screen right now, I need you to go ahead and make it clap, because she yeah. is speaking the absolute truth. I'm out here just, just trying, to, trying to impart what little wisdom I've gained over my years. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shout out to Steph for being exactly who she is. This is why she is the show. I'm just here. <laughs> yeah, all right. I, I'm just here. You here to, to, here to capitalize on some free food, huh? Oh, no, no, no. No, I'm still going to free food. <laughs> no, nah, you're not getting shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just follow the drip, 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 drip. Close, close. Hey. Drip, drip. Close, close. <laughs> yes, yes. You got to follow the drip. You got to mm-hmm. follow the drip. Uh, so the truth is, I already know this answer before I even hear the reply. Uh, there was a study done a couple years ago. Uh, I don't know if it was Oxford or Stanford or whatever, but men, single men, only change their sheets once every three months. Ooh, God. That is what the study said. And I am sad, sad to say that that is actually really true because I am also a single man who at one point in my life, I'm not going to say I do that shit right now, who also only changed my shit seats about once every three months. Single life. Gotta love it. No! Um, I, um, for, for me personally, um, the amount of people I left in the wet spot, I could oh, not... <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I I change my sheets once a week unless I've had sex on them. If I have sex on them, I change them immediately after I've had sex. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, like I after he's gone, me, but like. Yeah, after he's gone. Definitely yeah. after he's gone. And, <laughs> Get the fuck out of the bed. I need to change the sheets. <laughs> yeah. And no, there's there's definitely been some times where, like, in the middle of the night after that person's left, you know, you know, I gotta go and change the sheets. I'm going to mm-hmm. wash these right now. I don't mind sleep. I don't mind sleeping on my own couch. While my sheets are being washed and dry and stuff like that. Wait, 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 You mean to tell me you have one set of sheets? Oh, no, 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 oh. no. Listen to me. <laughs> I will go and wash, I will go and wash my sheets, but I'm also in the midst of doing things. Now, I can obviously go and change those sheets, and I have changed those sheets. My thing is I'll be on the couch either folding clothes or something like that, because once I start doing laundry, all laundry is being done, because I'm not wasting water like two or three times a week. Everything's oh. getting done right then and there. And yeah. I'll end up falling asleep. I'll wake up at like one, two o'clock in the morning. So, okay, that load's done. Boom. Now I can go ahead. The bed has already changed. The other sheets are in the dryer. The other clothes are in the wash. Boom. Now I can go to sleep. But I admire the dedication, Greg. Rule of thumb for guys, like you don't have to have like some fancy thread counting or anything like that. If you know that all you're going to be doing is fuck, more likely she don't want to sleep on your bed anyway. Because a lot of y'all, y'all beds and y'all mattresses are trash. Trash. I have never met a guy who has a more comfortable bed than I do. Like never. I mean, granted, my bed is obscenely comfortable. It's like a hug from Jesus um, on a summer day. Um, but like, yo, guys really don't care. Like I slept in a guy's bed, his sheets, he was like, yeah, I just got new sheets. His sheets were like sandpaper. They were awful. Oh yeah. And like, I, I, I mean, texted you, Greg, cozy earth mm-hmm. bamboo sheets. You will thank me later. They're the most amazing sheets you will ever, okay. ever sleep in ever. Oh, see, sh- shout out to writing for the tech site. Cause I've been getting some shit sometimes. I'm like, oh, well, you know what? This shit, I, I ended up getting... Uh, th- this blanket that 
has like dual sides. Um, it's, it's something you could find at Kohl's, but it would cost like 200 bucks. I'm like, okay, I can get this free and I'll review it. Right. So it's a blanket that if you want to feel like there's nobody in your home and it's just you and you want to be comforted, it has that side. Or you want to have that side that's like it's cool or it's warm. They have that side. I was like, wait, wait, how the fuck does this work? Like, this is is great. it like a weighted ass. blanket? That, that's what it's called. I, I, I have a weighted like, blanket. It is incredible. Yo, there's something special about a fucking weighted blanket. Like that shit is, yo. It's I, like I it's the like same feeling you get that, like if you if you've done laundry and like you have a big load of laundry and like you sit down and like just open your arms and like all of the laundry just lays on you. Exactly. It's that same exactly. feeling. It's so com- yo, It's like oddly comforting. Fellas, like if if you want, um, there are four things you need in your house in 2020. Um, if you were doing Black Friday shopping or anything like that, number one, an air fryer. I don't care yes. what anybody tells you, you need an air fryer. An air fryer, right? Then, like it, it it's just needed. Um, the greatest thing: two, chicken is done in 20 minutes, fried to a crisp. It's perfect. Oh my! So God. good. I fucking love it. Um, greatest thing I ever bought. Number two, a good a good shower head. Um, yes. th- this isn't just for them. It's for you. There is nothing like having proper water pressure and a good like shower head. Like um, imagine just standing under the shower and you know, that the water pressure is right. The water is nice and warm and you're just standing there. And it's like, yo, like this shit is fuck. It, it feels like you're at a hotel. Have you ever been to a hotel? And you're like, you know what? I wish my shower did that shit, but it's mm-hmm. just literally water hitting your body. I'm going to tell you this now. Go on Amazon and type in microband showerhead. They're about like $37. And they have three different models. They have the one that can like literally hang like a rain shower. And it has the nice extension so you don't have to end up having to install anything. You can just take your existing showerhead and just have it be a rain shower. Or you can have the one that has the handle and the rain shower. Or you can just have the one that is just a normal showerhead but it's nice and wide and it has 16 different settings. Yeah, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Th- those are shower heads. Number two. Um, number three, fellas, something you need in your house. Um, God, I'm, I'm trying to think of a way to say this that's not like really disgusting. You, you gotta have saying. some sex toys, man. You gotta have some sex toys. You you, you gotta have some things that are going to they're, they're going to make things a little bit different in the bed. Um, now when I say this, you can't go and just reuse different sex toys for different Thank things. you. I was going to add that disclaimer, yeah. Greg, you made me worried. Yeah. No, no. Like if, if you were talking to someone in, you know, particular, you go and you know, for a fact, she's coming over, you know, it's getting cold outside. There might be a blizzard this year. You go ahead and you say, you know what? I'm going to order from adamandeve.com backslash YBAB because, you know, Adam and Eve, <laughs> we're working on that sponsorship and it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Go ahead and make sure you get some proper sex toys and, you know, you do your thing. So you make sure that you have the proper sex toy. Um, one sex toy that you can use, regardless of how many partners you do have, though, is the proper sex pillow. You have to get the pillow by Eva Dane. Like, their sex pillow, literally, 48 positions. I- I'm at 16 right now, but I'm going to get there. And, yeah, Number three, that, that's number three. And number four for me, when it comes to like things that all men need in their house is a vacuum because a lot of men don't clean their fucking houses. Um, I didn't know this until we did the show. I didn't realize a lot of guys yeah. did not vacuum their floors. Greg, you skipped over, you skipped over the, the impetus for this list. 
how, how should I go back to that stuff? How you you I need that? you need to have a weighted blanket. Oh no! Here's the thing: the weighted blanket should be not only number one. That's just that's like A. So there's like A, and then there's like one through five. Like weighted <laughs> blanket, it's like yo, it's. And you can get There's you can get a decent special. one. The the one that I bought, I bought on Amazon. It was like eighty bucks. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's got it, the weight is is created by glass beads, and they're evenly mm-hmm. distributed. They've got the quilt pattern, so they're evenly distributed throughout the blanket. And they say that you're supposed to do ten percent of your body weight, but I like it a little heavier. I went with a twenty pound weighted blanket. Mm-hmm. Greatest thing I've ever purchased in my life. You'll thank fellas, me later. Get I you promise a, you, gentlemen. Fellas, get you get you a weighted blanket and go and get you some popcorn, right? But then cut a hole at the bottom and put your dick in it. And then just tell her, you know, like, hey, you want some popcorn, right? Like, go ahead and just, yeah, you know what I mean. Greg, you know I, what hate you. I hate you. No, you don't. Next voice. That is trifling about them pillows. People don't understand. A lot of times when people have bad skin, it's because they don't change their pillowcases enough. They don't change their bedding enough. They're using product on top of dirt on their face. Like, change your pillows. I have a bamboo pillow. I love it. But I know this year, I have one more left and I have to get rid of it and buy another one. Yeah, like mm-hmm. dust mites. Yep. Dust mites are a real thing and they are disgusting and they are microscopic and they live in your mattress and your sheets and your pillows and they eat away at your skin and it's disgusting. So change your fucking yeah. pillows. Yeah. Um, when you do get like a new bed or a new mattress or something like that, go on Amazon. They're like dirt cheap at like 30, 40 bucks. Go and get you a complete mattress cover with the zippers. Like yes. the, the whole shit. Like get that has to cover the whole thing. And this is before you even put the sheets on the bed. Get you a mattress cover because you know what? There are some people out here that do eat in the bed. They do drink like drinks in the middle of the bed. You might get kinky and decide you want to be a squirter or something like that. Um, when you take those sheets off, trust me, that 10 year warranty, they mean that shit. And yep. you can't sell, you cannot sell a mattress that if she's a squirter, whatever the fuck she is, that mattress smells like funk. A mattress cover will help. Go Wait, people resell mattresses? Man, listen to me. Um, so that's a in, thing in my no. Oh, 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 oh! Just because it's COVID, don't don't get it fucked up. So when I lived in my old apartment, right? So I was going through probably like a mattress a month. So I had the Casper mattress. I had purple. I've had like the Mophius. I had the fucking mattress that went like up and down with like the buttons and all the other stupid shit Mm -hmm. um the thing is these mattresses they do have warranties but they also have trade-ins so a lot of people will definitely go and buy a mattress as long as it's only been two or three years some people like i wouldn't trust a mattress but somebody's like you know what i slept on this for fucking seven years i would never buy a used mattress i would never well here's the thing if you buy like nowadays if you buy these new mattresses like Say, for example, I go and decide to sell my purple mattress online, right? I'm on, this is, mind you, without COVID. If I go and I sell my purple, uh, purple mattress online, I can say, you know what? I paid 1100 bucks for this purple mattress, but I'll sell it to someone for $350. They can go and say, you know what? Purple, I need this mattress exchange because the warranty has pretty much exchanged hands. They pay the three hundred and fifty, but they can get a brand new mattress from Purple. They just are buying from you, and they end up saving. Trust me, it it happens more than you think. I can't do it. 
I mean, I am buying a mattress for I mean, somebody else. Love. I'd rather pay full price for a mattress that I know has been untouched. Well, that, that's why I can't go to fucking like mattress discounter and stuff like that. I don't want to buy no. a mattress knowing that like 50 to 150 people have like put their hands on it. People have laid on it shoes and shit. No, nah, like, you know what? You got it 35% off. Like, I'm, not. I'm not doing that. Fuck that. Like, yeah. And I, I do a lot of fucking on my mattresses. So I, I need to make sure my mattresses are like clean before I dirty them. Not the other way around. You hear me? So yes. oh, we got a lot of voicemails. Here we yeah, go. Let's, let's but go, actually, let's go. you know what? Mm, uh, 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 before we do mm. that, you know what time it is. It's, it's time for Make it clap. If you time think check, we... that what we're talking about is good shit, if you agree or disagree with what we're talking about, if you disagree, leave us a voicemail so we can debate it out. This is a this is a responsible place. If you agree, if you like our content, if you enjoy us, if you enjoy the banter, if you enjoy me and Greg going back and forth, if you enjoy me more than Greg because Greg sucks, uh, not always. But sometimes. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Make it clap. Click the button at the bottom of your screen. Show us some love. Let us know that you're here, that you're listening, and we will show the love back. Uh, we appreciate y'all. A lot of voicemails coming. Here we go. Shout out to women with big clits that are actually Whoa. baby dicks and they have the best of both worlds. <laughs> because I've seen women action and I'm just like, okay. So you kind of poking. <laughs> you kind of poking. Oh my God. I, I got nothing there. I got nothing to say. Shout out to Shan. Jesus. Shout out to Shan. Listen, I am very big on. The way I go over my friend's house, I try to keep it as clean as my place. So when I'm invited to my friend's houses for like get-togethers or dinner or just hanging out to watch a movie, I will clean the dishes. I will clean up the kitchen. I will mop their floors. And when I leave, you don't have to worry about cleaning up after the crew because you invited us here and that's your part. Mm. yeah Absolutely. the reason the reason that i've stopped inviting people to my house is because my friends are pieces of shit um the last time i had like a, a major get together at my house was thanksgiving two years ago and i had a friends give it was like an orphan an orphan thanksgiving for people who like were transient to the area and didn't want to go home for thanksgiving or had no place to go or home was too far away so i had like seven or eight people in my house and not only did i cook everything but I also cleaned everything up after they left, which was a nightmare. Um, I'm, I'm going to give you a clue in for the next time you ever do that. Um, just hire like kids from like a local university to do all the cleaning. They will do it for like a hundred bucks. And I know, boy, it, it is. Oh, it is I, amazing. I've just I've skipped past that and I just don't invite people to my house anymore. You know what? You're, you're absolutely right. Friends are doing amazing. <laughs> Let's see what we what what else we got. Well, I wash my dishes on my hand, and then I throw them in a dishwasher, and start the dishwasher. And I basically just want the dishwasher to rinse the dishes and dry the dishes. Mm-hmm. That's what it's for. Mm-hmm. That is what it's for. Just because it says dishwasher does not mean that it is literally going to wash your dishes. It's going to sanitize it's going to clean your dishes yeah but it is not going to actually wash them it's not going if to go scrub yeah if you've ever no, looked at the no, mechanism like, of a dishwasher like it's not scrubbing anything it's just power rinsing mm-hmm. 
And the thing is, the commercials make it seem like, hey, all you, if you just go and put this little tab into your dishwasher container, all you have to do is just turn on your dishwasher and miraculously, all the dishes that you just purposely just put in some type of order are going to be cleaned. I'm like, no, if you put Mm. six plates back to back to back to back to back, what happens to that middle plate that has grime and dirt and shit on it and food? Mm -hmm. It's just going to land on the fucking plate. It's just going to land on the plate that's in front of it or the plate that's behind it or that's surrounding it. And for for me, it it took me a couple years because when I first got my place, I was like, you know what? Like, oh, I got a dishwasher. Great. I can just throw the fucking dishes in there if I'm tired. And then I got tired of seeing like, you know what? Why does the fork still have shit on it? Why is the like, wait a minute. It's the forks. It's the Mm -hmm. silverware. Every single time I would open the dishwasher, all the plates would be clean, but the silverware would be dirty. I'm like, wait. When I put it in here, this shit wasn't dirty. Oh, I get it. Because the food that's circulating in there is just going onto the silverware. Swishing around. Yeah, that's disgusting. Please, mm-hmm. like if you have a dishwasher, be grateful at the fact that you have a dishwasher, but also be grateful at the fact that you have a sponge to go and clean your dishes before you put them in the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Don't be a heathen, man. Like, God, like it, it sucks. Next voicemail though. Shout out to her for that voicemail, because that was important. My DMD. Um, dick me down person. He had gun clips all over his apartment. He had baby oil by his bed. He, um, after the first session, offered me cereal in a Tupperware container that he was eating out of. Mm -mm. I was like, no, I'm good. But you eating out of Tupperware, like you ain't got no bowls. But you got two 75-inch flat screen TVs in your apartment. Jesus you have your vehicle that's being leased by your aunt, which I peeped. And um, your closet is full of um, Gucci, Burberry. You have like a whole bathroom full of cologne. But you don't got the right shit in order. Sir, you are temporary. Yes. But I bet you the dick was good, though. Of course. Absolutely. <laughs> that that motherfucker smelled like Burberry and dick. But, but that dick no, was like, good. Of course the dick was good. What, what else does he have to offer? He doesn't even know how his microwave works. He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> he's, he's like, wait. Like, he, he thinks the fan on the microwave is a fucking air conditioner. No, buddy. Like, that's the microwave fan. And it's helping the oven. Like, it, what the oh hell? Mm-hmm. Shan, you know better, sweetie. I, I love you dearly. But, damn. She said that man had... He, he was best dressed, but his house look a mess. Best mm-hmm. dress, but the house look a mess. Unfortunate. I can't believe you dealt with it for six months. Oh my. That what? Mm-hmm. It's because I had yeah. to. Yeah. Some sometimes, you know, Dick can make it dick will make it slap you somebody. Steph will what? slap somebody. Oh, I was I said Dick will make you slap somebody. Yeah. Steph, I know you will slap somebody. Because you be eating Salisbury steak and shit. You be eating Salisbury oh, yeah. steak. You be steak. <laughs> like, what the fuck is... Why, why is she, she out here... She doing don't fucking you know Salisbury to... steak. I'll smack the shit out of you, Greg. <laughs> do, do you say, you know what? I'm going to take you to dinner tonight. This is for your game. We have... <laughs> <laughs> we have downgraded <laughs> you yet again. You are getting a fish <laughs> fillet. <laughs> <laughs> he had a fucking a fish fillet, no meat, yeah. just the same. Hey, hey, 
hey, for anybody listening, so Steph was telling me she was like, she went on a date, right? And then she was, she was saying, you know what? I'm going to take you out to eat, right? So he, he says, I'm taking you out to eat. Kind of bullshit so Steph, you out here she, making up. She goes, she goes to the bathroom and calls me, right? She texts me. She's like, hey, I, I need an escape. Is, I'm going to call you. You a liar. Right? You so a she whole calls liar. Me. <laughs> You're so a fucking she liar. Calls me, she calls me and was like, hey, uh, you know, how can we get to LA? Because, you know, Baylor's over there. He can help us out. And I was like, I don't know. But, you know, what's going on? So she says to me, she was like, this dude told me he's going to take me out to dinner. So I had to go to his house first. So she goes to this dude's house only to find out that his version of taking her out to dinner was taking her out to the balcony, right? So he goes oh and takes God, her out Greg. to the balcony. And he takes, <laughs> he gets... <laughs> Hey, yo, I'm so bad. I'm sorry. I'm telling this you story. You are loud, so bad at this. You're making this <laughs> so, story up. And I sincerely not, hope that the people who are listening, I sincerely not, hope not. that the people who are listening are listening to this story and being like, nah, Steph wouldn't do that. Nah. Because, nah, like, this you know, you whole know, story why, why is a crock of shit. Why are you, why, and why are you I telling am, them a lie? Yo, why are so, you telling them a lie? I don't even know how this story <laughs> ends, my dude. So. So basically, Steph goes and says that the dude, he said that he wanted to, you know, he wanted to cook to her. You know, he wanted to cook for her, but he also wanted to treat her to the best dinner she would ever have, right? So he goes. <laughs> so you made me still for some fucking. So he, he, he made himself. <laughs> he, he, no, no bullshit. I, I lied to you not. So he made himself a Marie Callender's chicken pot pie. <laughs> and he made her a Stouffer's uh, Salisbury steak. So we're all sitting there. And she, she, the fact that she's telling me this, I'm laughing because I'm like, "Yo, this motherfucker made you Salisbury steak." That ain't like, a yeah. fucking tr- like that never no, happened. She, she, no, not only does she say he made me Salisbury steak, so I said with the potatoes though, because you know how the the Stouffer's comes with like the extra side. No, I so don't know because I've never potatoes, had right? a fucking Stouffer's Salisbury so, steak. So, so anybody, anybody who is listening, just let I'm letting you know. Steph don't mind having a Salisbury steak with <laughs> mashed potatoes on the side. Okay. <laughs> so just, just be mindful. You know, what she said. Yo, she I'm steak, going she to I'm gonna stab you with a butter knife, Greg. I don't <laughs> fucking shit that you are making up right now, bro. I'm not yo, you know what? That's what I'm gonna fucking give you if if you win the football season. I'm making you a Stouffer's Salisbury steak with the fucking potatoes, bro. I don't even know where to buy that. I don't even know where to find that. Yo, I hate you so you just told a long ass fake story. Listen to you giggling like a little fucking girl. What is wrong with you, man? What's so wrong with you? This is why I'm never impressed by someone allowing me to meet their parents. What does that mean? Like I had a whole relationship with someone um, where their mom knew that they had a whole girlfriend and didn't say shit and didn't tell the girlfriend shit. So especially mama's boys. Mama boys would lie. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that oh. happen too. I've seen moms like keep it quiet for their sons. I'm like, yo, your son is cheating entirely on his girlfriend. And like, you ain't going to say shit to neither one of them. Yeah. Because the, the mother, here's the thing. Mothers don't like the girlfriend, the, the, the new acquaintance, the, the friend, the coworker, my mom, honestly, like the only reason she likes my daughter is because that's her granddaughter. 
honest to God, I, I know for a fact it's true. Um, that I still, I mean, but like, and, and this is part of the reason that I probably shouldn't have kids. Like, yo, I'm gonna smack the shit out of my son. I ain't raise no, I didn't raise no fucking heathenous piece of shit. Man, what? Like, if you're gonna oh. be a hoe, then be a hoe, but don't fuck somebody else's life being a hoe. Man, if every one of my guy friends who had like a ho ho phase, like, they laugh at me because I'm the only one of us that has a daughter and I'm proud of it. They're like, Craig, man, like all the shit you did, like way yeah. back when you had a daughter. I'm like, yo, think about it. Like now I can tell her, I'm like, yo, like you are a blessing because God forbid, I'm telling you, I, <sighs> there, there are so many stories that I could tell. And we're going to tell those um, n- just not tonight, not tonight. We, we will have another whole stories episode. We just oh, have yeah. there's so many more. We'll have more. What stuff? You know what time it is. You know what time it is. Mic check. Friends, if you are enjoying our content, we want to thank, first and foremost, we want to thank you for listening and chiming in and engaging with us. We are so glad to have as many voicemails as we do. We do have to get through them, but we're glad that, that y'all are enjoying the conversation and feel empowered to chime in. So thank you for making it clap. You are part of the mic check gang. Make it clap, make it clap, make it clap. If you enjoy what we're doing, Follow us, share the conversations, subscribe to the podcast, give us all the love. We already love you. So go ahead. Absolutely. Keep it going, um, friends. Beforehand, we, we, have, we have breaking news. Um, so Baylor, shout out to the president. So BTG Baylor just sent me a text and he says that he is looking at X and XX and there is midget porn that he is looking at. <laughs> no, no, I'm, 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 I'm not even lying about this. So Baylor said that he is in love with Bridget the Midget, and he wants to know why is her ass so fat. Um, Bridget Baylor, the I, Midget. I, Bridget the Midget. So I'm gonna have to, to look Baylor this up. For, yeah, I had to look it up too. Um, shout out to Baylor and his love for Bridget the Midget. Um, and one. so, if if you don't, before we get into the voicemail, if you don't have any background on that situation, um, Greg is uh, quite has quite the affinity for midget porn uh, and has now obviously sucked Baylor into the, uh, the midget porn industry. Uh, The only thing that I have found on Bridget, the midget is that she has been arrested and she looks like it's drug related. Well, um, Baylor's the one that eats edibles, right? What does that Mm, mean? No, no, no. This isn't Uh that kind of, this isn't that kind of drug. There's definitely, this is like, Oh, she's doing like drug drugs. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, so, and I have not yet seen a is. picture of this woman having a fat ass. She's shaped hey, pretty um, cylindrically. Look, 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 look. Okay, let me let me just say this to you. And this is mm-hmm. no disrespect to the little community, right? The little people community. Um, I have not met a little person that does not have a fatty. When I say a fatty, I'm talking about that thing go da dum da dum dum like that. I mean, I've seen I've seen little people with fat asses. It just doesn't look like she is proportioned in that way, based on what I've seen thus far. But like I said, I've only look, seen mugshots and and like faraway photos of her, and she's very cylindrical. Look, we are men. You don't need elbows. You don't need five fingers. If that pussy is hitting, right, we are going to hit it all night. Shout out to Baylor because he knows. Baylor be like, hey, by the way, uh, she got nine fingers and six toes, but that's sitting proper. 
Shout, shout out to Baylor. Shout, shout out to BTG for president. Shout out to the president of podcasting, BTG for president. He know what he's talking about. He know what we're talking about. More I will shout out Baylor. Baylor's fun. At Baylor. Baylor is a midget porn connoisseur. But uh, I think you put him onto that. Group. Beautiful people. I'm back. Hi. See what I tell you. What Welcome tell you. back, midget what, porn see? Baylor. <laughs> see? Shout, shout out to Baylor. Baylor be like, you know what? Like, hey. Oh, uh, you know what? Four eleven take you to heaven, right? So, oh, see, why do you know that, Greg? Hey, because uh, you're know. a midget porn connoisseur. Hey, hey, hey! I don't, mean, don't do this, friend. You, you're on my side, right? I, on my no, side. not anymore. Not after this Salisbury pig story. <laughs> <laughs> this is a house divided, Greg. <laughs> oh, you were so funny. You're supposed to be on my side. No, my not, side. You, you made up a story about hey, me liking Salisbury. Hey, hey, no, no. <laughs> why did, why did Baylor have to be a part? Wait, why was Baylor part of that story? All of a sudden, I had to go to LA. Baylor, like, that's, that, that's because Baylor likes midget porn. But more importantly, like, no, this is great. a mic check again. This is a, <laughs> this is a mic check for Baylor and his midget porn and Steph and her love for Salisbury steak. <laughs> like Salisbury steak, I need you to make it clap. If you like midget porn, I need you to make it clap. If you hate Greg... I lived with a girlfriend on two different occasions. The first time, it was okay. We probably were together about almost a year in, and we started living together. And it was fine, but we would... uh, It took a big adjustment to kind of get used to living with people, with with each other, which was hard. Um, But it didn't work out. Not I won't say it's necessarily because of us living together the second time i did it, i was with my girl for about a year and a half and it was um it was kind of rough i mean one we had to get used to things but i think a lot of financial and uh, you know not being on chores and stuff like that really made it hard for us and uh i think that kind of put a lot of animosity in our relationship so i would probably never do that again unless i was engaged with the person just because of just the uh, stuff she got to go through. See, shout out to lessons learned. Shout out to understanding shout who you, you are as a result of your experiences. Shout out to do it. Uh, what's it? Do a big Scotty. Shout out to mm-hmm. whatever June she, whatever his name is, whatever edibles you have. I need that ASAP Rocky buddy. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, all right. All right. So, so now it's not my fault, right? Yeah. I would say, guys, if you're going to move in with the lady, y'all need to hash out all the finances. I mean, you're not just moving in. You, you might be getting on leases together. Um, can you afford the area on your own? What happens if someone loses a job or a short of rent? What's responsibility for bills? All that has to come in play, and you got to stick with it. If you don't, you're going to build animosity towards it. And also, if you break up, who moves where? What What's the plan with that? Do you both move out or one moves out, one stays? You guys got to come up with that stuff because if you don't, it's going to make it a lot harder to break away and stuff like that. Also, you know, if you're on a lease, who's responsible for damages and all the other stuff too. Sounds like Scotty's Absolutely. been in some similar shoes as I have. Absolutely. I have a question for the listeners. We want to hear your voicemails, obviously. It's definitely mic check time all the time. But say, for example, you have someone move in with you. You have your boyfriend, you have your girlfriend move in with you. But they don't have a car, but you do. If you have the car and they don't, 
should they be putting in on the card note? Should they be, you know, assisting in all bills? Like, obviously, you know, you're splitting the rent, you're splitting the water bill, the cable and all that, but they use your car. Should they be splitting for the car note, the car insurance and things like that? That is something no one ever touches on because they're like, okay, this is my car. They can drive it when they want. But do you say, you know what? It's time for you to start kicking in on the car insurance. That is the question I'm posing to all of the listeners that are listening right now. Mike Check Gang, we want to hear from you. So we want to play this next voicemail, but I want you to give us a voicemail about if you have a car and they don't, should they be putting in on that car note? My favorite duo. Hey, hey, hey. hey. What are we talking about? Uh, How soon is too soon to move in together? Interesting topic. I hope I didn't miss too much. I'm here. Hey, Justine. You missed the Tom Brady slander earlier. Yes, you definitely did. Um, You know, damn. you, You also missed the fact that stuff like Salisbury. I will stab you with a rusty pipe. Right. Um, I am. Justine, you know we love you so much. We love you so much. Um, Tom Brady got our inaugural Adam Gates Why Are You Still Here award. And the Buffalo Bills defense got uh, Bill O'Brien's You Know You Done Fucked Up award. Um, So shout out to them for doing that. But, you know, right now we're talking about how soon is too soon to move in together. And the question that I pose to everybody that could possibly listen is if you have a car and they don't, but they live with you, should they put in on the car note? I feel like that is very important. It's very paramount. We have so many voicemails. Um, Obviously, anybody who is listening right now, you should be going nuts. Like that applause. But I want to see that shit right now. Like for Steph, mm-hmm. do it for Steph and the Salisbury steak. I will can't spell I Salisbury steak without Steph. Everything so, about you. Can, I, I need you to. I, I need them fire emojis. I need them hands, them claps. Like, don't give us the clap. Just go and get, you know, get the claps. Yeah. I need that. If you know that Steph likes them Salisbury steaks, Greg, I am claps, going please. to murder you. Okay. Yeah. You can't murder me because you know what murder looks like? The blood of a Salisbury steak. Salisbury steak doesn't have blood, you idiot. Hey, it, it doesn't have blood, but it has gravy. And since I'm dark skin, it would technically look like gravy, right? <laughs> no, listen, if your blood looks like gravy, bro, you and I need to have a health <laughs> conversation. <laughs> you might have a heart attack soon. Shout out to Steph and the gravy. Oh, of Jesus the Christ, steak. I hate you so Shout much. You Steph. are getting <laughs> one dry bean burger. <laughs> no bun. Hey, hey. No Shout bun. Steph and the Salisbury steak. I'm giving you a raw up. slab of turkey. Well, that's fucked yeah. up. Hey, <laughs> Shout out to Steph. Here we go. We got more voicemails. Here we are. Believe in Jesus Christ. Mm. We do. We absolutely do. Sing or not, I don't give a fuck. Hygiene is important, man. Jesus Christ. Yes, exactly. Exactly. If you're, I'm okay. I'm going to say this, and I don't mean this with any disrespect at all, but it has definitely happened, and I've definitely seen it. Um, we've been at like little concerts and you know little outdoor events and stuff like that. Um, I I don't pay attention to the men, but I definitely pay attention to the ladies. Ladies, if your pussy smells like the inside of a van sneaker without (laughs) socks on. I need you to go ahead and get that shit checked out. Like, um, some shit should not happen. Like, 
Some, somebody's actually probably right now looking at a pair of their Vans and they're like, wait a minute. Like, I didn't know Vans smell like that. Because, you know, a lot of people will wear Vans without socks, right? Go yeah. ahead. If you don't wear your Vans with socks, go ahead and just smell the bottom of that. That is disgusting, Greg. So I, I'm just saying this. Like, I, I need people to understand. It smells like everything. behind your ear. Exactly. Like, so like, gross. like an old earring back go to the gynecologist yeah, exactly like like fellas like hygiene is everything like you can't be washing off your dick and just not washing your balls like it's mm. a collective effort there like mm. we, we need you to wash everything women will not look they're not going to lick the tip if the like no and that like, shit is you, pungent yo, don't like, don't assume it, that because we're like a uh, uh, fucking face lengths away from the balls that we can't smell them they stink bruh Wash your balls. Yeah, yo, you do not want to smell like an apartment complex dumpster. You you don't want that. We, we want you to be the best you. Be best, like the president's wife say. Like be best. We want you to make sure that your dick and balls smell on at least like if it's not a ten, make it an eight. Because there are a lot of ladies who are saying that like dudes aren't taking care of their like cleanliness. Yeah, there are ladies too. There are definitely women. Now, mind you, I only deal with ladies. And I will tell you, there's some women I walk past. I'm like, hey, um, yeah, you smell like the New York Jets locker room right now. That's, <laughs> That's impossible because um, the Jets don't do anything and therefore they don't sweat. Oh. oh. But I'm just saying. But look at Steph. Just just being great with her Salisbury steak. Next Fuck one. you. <laughs> All those recycled old babies on top of new old babies on top of, ooh, I haven't met her yet, but I'm bringing her over tonight. Old babies. That's nasty. And that's like my fear. Like, I don't want to keep dealing with single men because you don't know their habits yet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Ladies, if you have you a single man and you fuck with that single man, make sure he fucks with you back. Period. Like, more importantly, just don't fuck with him more than he fucks with you. Like, yes. you treat him at level. Be like Steph. Yes. Like, Steph is the master at this shit. Her and I, we talk, I'm not going to, you know, displace too much, but it's just more so it's like, she has a knack for knowing when a guy ain't shit. Mm-hmm. And I respect her for it. That's why she's one of, like, she's growing to be one of my closest friends. I, I love her so much. So love it's you too, so Greg. weird to see. Yeah, I, I, of course, I love you too, Salisbury. But either way. fucking when, kill when, you, though. Okay, sure. Um, but when it comes to it, like, it, it, it hurts when I see, like, women talk about, like, oh, I like this guy so much, but, like, I, I didn't realize, like, he was the guy he was. It was like, wait, you didn't see the signs? All them signs was there for you, sweetie. He was telling you this entire time. Like, how, how does Steph get it? Steph be telling me. I'm, Steph I'm, been through that, it, though. Like, I was that girl at one point in time. Look. I feel like there has to be a cap on stupidity. Like women should know men at a certain age. And I feel like that age is like 24, like at 24. Oh, no, like, no, 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 no. I'll give it. I'll give women until like 28. Damn. Like you, you have all of your twenties to make some really stupid decisions you and chalk it up, chalk it up to being young, dumb and stupid. But <laughs> once you hit like 29, 30 and you still get played like this, mm, baby, it's a problem. Okay. So, Shan, I'm, I'm going to pose this because I feel like you and Steph need to have this episode. At what point do you know men? 
I, I feel like that is a great episode for the two of you to have. I, I'm going to leave that there while we play this next voicemail. Well, yeah. Okay. That air fryer I got is shit. It doesn't do anything right. Not even really potatoes. And that's supposed to be like the easiest thing. So if you could name drop the brand, because I have been unsuccessful with my air fryer. Oh, Justine, get yourself the Ninja Foodie Air Fryer Pressure Cooker Combo. It's a little expensive and the the bucket is a little small. But if you're just cooking for you, girl, there's all sorts of presets. It's digital. You're good. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. The Ninja Foodie Grill. And if you don't want to buy the Ninja products, but even though I feel like those are like the top of the line, because not only can you do grilling, you can do air frying and all that other stuff. Go and get Gourmia. It's spelled G-O-U-R-M-I-A. So Gourmia has this really good air fryer and it's about like 70, 80 bucks and things you, you can't go into like a Target and buy it. You have to buy it online. And it has eight presets and it will tell you what you want to get. Like you can fry an entire fucking like chicken. Like, well, damn, I, I just wanted the breast. I didn't want the entire fucking chicken. But it will definitely do that for you. And it's like 70 bucks. Yeah, and Justine, if you're not if you're not willing to to spend like on the higher end of stuff, just go on Amazon and like read the reviews. Don't read like the bullshit lengthy reviews, but like read the common reviews. Read like the threes and fours and see what people say, and uh, and go based on that. You can find you can find a good one with some decent presets for like fifty bucks. Yeah, and tell them they got to get a cricket too, Greg. You need a cricket because I cricket now. Definitely need an air fryer. The chicken fire. Baylor's out here using a cricket. Is he sending people homemade craft gifts? What the hell are you doing, Baylor? You're like a walking episode of the Home and Garden Network. What is? What are you doing, man? I'm gonna just say this, and I'm only gonna say it once. What rhymes with cricket? Midget does not rhyme with cricket. (laughs) Yes, it does. A lot of cats, you got to educate cats on what type of mattresses to get, though. There's a lot of different type of mattresses you can get. You, If you get like a firm, like I got a, I don't have a plush. I don't have a plush, but I have like a medium, like a medium firm uh, king. And it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. It feels like you're literally laying in Jesus' hands. You know, you got to get the weighted blanket. Uh, and you also got to get you, we call them Jacob blankets. It's the joints. Uh, we call them Jacob blankets because of the fucking movie or whatever. But it's basically those thick ass furry blankets that Hispanics will sell. And it'll be like <laughs> on the gate or whatever. <laughs> the motherfucker's heavy too. Why do I know exactly what he's talking about too? I hate him for the <laughs> Hispanic blankets. Wait, now, wait, now, now, wait a minute. He called it a Hispanic blanket. I'm going to say mm-hmm. this and I don't mean it to be derogatory. Um, when I went to California, shout out to Baylor, I saw those blankets and I said, you know what? I wanted those. And till I actually saw what they had named, it, I was like, you know what? I'm okay. I, I don't want it anymore. They called it a drug rug. And I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, 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 it, it took all the appeal away from me. I was like, you know what? Cool. I, I'm all right. I, I, I don't want to fly back to the East Coast with, with a drug rug. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Like what? Don't worry, TSA agent. That's just my drug rub. Exactly. Like you know what? I'm okay. 
I'm completely fine. What else do we have in the comments? Yo, I would never in my life buy a used mattress, even just for the simple fact of bed bugs. You don't know where the hell these people have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, yo, shout out to him just because of his name. Yeah. Shout out to you, yeah. Muff Diver 16. <laughs> hey, sometimes when you're being buff, you got to get it in the muff. You you better stop with this bullshit, Greg. Stop hey, with the look, shenanigans. Look, just because you like your Salisbury steak, I'm going to punch you. It's just saucy. <laughs> At this point, I'm putting ketchup on a hockey puck and feeding it to you. <laughs> this is what you're getting: some frozen French Whatever. fries, not thawed, and a hockey puck and ketchup on it. <laughs> Hey, the mattress that we had got came, look, that shit came in a box, Greg. <laughs> that shit came yeah. in a box, and it's the king, mind you, right? Man, we pop that shit open, move your ass out the way. Man, what? Um, but it was nice, though. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Now, like, my wife is on the eastern side of the bed, so, you know, make a phone call, she answers. We need that space, though, because our little daughter feels like she runs the world and she can sleep in between us. Total, you know, cock blocker, whatever. But um, you have to know, you got to know that, man, I agree with you. I don't want everybody feeling on my goddamn bed. That's why we ordered ours offline. Actually came in a box. We didn't know what the hell to expect, but we love it. And the headboard is important, too. Let your wife pick out that. Makes a difference. Yeah, so one Baylor's on one tonight. He called. He said his of wife course. sleeps on the eastern side of the bed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sleeps on the eastern. I was like, where the? How the fuck does he even know it's the eastern side of the bed? Anyway, um, <laughs> shout out to Baylor for the, for the fun voice notes. Um, and yeah, now I I saw a video recently of someone unboxing. One of those, one of those mattresses. Yo, and yo, this girl got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> and so I'm picturing Baylor. <laughs> I'm picturing mm-hmm. Baylor and what what little I know of him, like cutting the box open and just getting thrown across a room by a, a yep. an expanding king mattress. Yeah. People be thinking, oh, visual. it came in a box, so it's easy. I'm like, no, like, no. trust me. It's going to it's going to fold out into an entire fucking bed. Mm-hmm. But, and here's the thing: they even give you the tool. So when I got the purple mattress, it was like okay, like I had already grown familiar because I had a couple bids like that. They came in the bed in the box, but the mm-hmm. first one I had ever received was the Casper mattress. And the Casper is so weird because it comes in this box, but it's every bit of like five foot two. So you get a box that's like five foot two, but it weighs like ninety pounds. So I'm dragging it from like the concierge to the apartment, right? So I'm going, I'm dragging it to the apartment. And I'm like, you know what? An entire fucking mattress can't be in this. And the guy that sent it to us, like I asked him, he was like custom service. And I was like, wait, are you trying to tell me there's an entire like king bed in here? And he's telling me, he's like, yeah, but it's vacuum sealed. You just have to make sure once you open the box, you move the box completely out of the way. And once you do that, you take either a box cutter or something like that, but you cut along the edges. Once you cut along the edges, you have to step back as you do it because the bed will instantly start inflating, right? So I didn't pay attention to the fact that he said step away. 
Um, <laughs> I cut the side of the thing out and I started to see it expand. And I was like, okay, this, this isn't too bad, but it started to come out slowly. But as soon as you make that first incision in the box, the entire fucking bed just like expands. <laughs> and it's like, it, it reminded me of like a condom that you already know that like you don't fit in and it's a little bit too tight and that shit just next shoots to off. Man, listen, like I have the video. I'm going to send it to you because this do. mattress, this mattress literally exploded. And I was like, oh, yo, like I, 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 I think I caught some in my eye. Like this is not cool. Um, this is not they, um, cool. <laughs> this is not cool. So anybody who decides to go and get a mattress that's like one of those like box to your home mattresses, know that you have to like step back when you do it. And also, you can't sleep on that mattress the first night. I don't think Baylor mentioned that. You have to make sure that whatever bed that you already have pre like preassembled, you're sleeping on that that night because you don't buy a bed in a box and expect to sleep on it the first night. It takes 24 hours for it to fully expand. Don't be the asshole who buys a new bed and think you're going to just go and sleep on it the first night. You may be on an air mattress, but you will live and sleep much better knowing that. Um, that's just my little Salisbury steak tips. Shout out to Steph. That's voicemail. The biggest mistake that people make with dishwashers is that they wash or pre-rinse the dishes off too much. Because if you don't leave enough debris on the dishes... There's nothing for the soap to cling to. Mm. Didn't think about it. This is why dish soap and hand soap two different things. Yeah. Um. Just a little disclaimer as well for anybody who is listening. Um. This COVID shit has not gone away. So I hope that you went and you got yourself some soap. You got you some Lysol. Um. Join your Facebook pages and things like that to make sure that you have all the essentials. Because we're not leaving home until like June 2022, so I just hope yes. that you guys are ready. So I have I have been teleworking since March, like most of the country has, and the mm-hmm. agency that I work for has been kind of rumoring around when they are realistically expecting people to go back to work. Uh, and mm-hmm. tended originally it was like not until Q1 2021. Now they're talking about September of 2021. Mm-hmm. So just to put it into perspective for people, this is a an agency that is in the know about these things. Uh, and now they're saying September of next year. So yeah, be yeah. careful, my people. Job, like, my job told us that we were having this virtual town hall tomorrow. I was like, mm-hmm. wait, why now? Like, y'all wait till after the election. I was like, okay, cool. They thought everything was going to be sweet and we could just go into the you know office yeah. in January. I told them, I was like, uh, by the way, um, these numbers have gone up, and there are a lot of people who still haven't even taken their fucking flu shots. Yeah. So, me, even when I come back from like FMLA and everything like that, I'm not going into the office because half of our city, like you know for a fact, us living here, a lot of the shit that we grew familiar being able to go to, like the restaurants, going to pick up food and stuff like that, we can't do it anymore. They told us, they were like, hey, um. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah no they're they're shutting down for the winter like this is gonna be like a beach town like nothing's gonna be open yeah i was like wait like this is not ocean city what the fuck is like one of my favorite bars like they make their most money during football season because like wait a minute we know for a fact we're guaranteed to get money monday thursday and sunday even though we're not the team that people can actually go 
and root for. We just know for a fact that that is a place we can watch football because obviously they have like the NFL channels and all the other stupid shit, right? Greg, so, put me on when we're back to normal. Oh, we, oh, when we're back to normal, you and I are going. We're, we're, we're going because yeah, yeah, we we, we drink alike. But really she do. tells me, uh, the owner of the store, well, the bar, she told me, she's like, oh, well, Greg, like, we're shutting down. I was like, how do you shut down a bar? She was like, well, it starts by, you know, not letting people into the bar and they'll be yes. outside only. I was like, what happens when it's fucking 40 degrees at like eight o'clock at night? And she's like, well, then there'll be less people. And then you can just order carry out. I was like, I don't want chicken wings and fries carry out. Like, I, I don't want that. Like, I just want my food at a bar. Like, bar food yeah. tastes better at a bar. I'm drunk, and all I want is chicken tenders and honey mustard. Like, I don't want that shit to take 45 minutes to get to my house. So she tells me, she's like, oh, yeah, we're going to shut down, and we're going to open back up February 9th. I was like, February. you're opening up after the, after yeah, what's the point? February 9th. I was like, wait, like, you might as well just go ahead and close your doors then at this point, because... Honestly, with Grizzly and all these other like liquor stores, basically liquor stores are telling you now, hey, by the way, um, that alcohol, that Jameson that used to cost $44, you can get it for like $28 now. It's like, wait, you know I like that. That's my shit. That's my jam. But it is what it is. Hold on. We have way too many, and I'm talking too much. Yeah, you, you are talking. Man, being honest with you. I don't even use a dishwasher, man. The dishwasher I got here, I got to run that bitch like three or four times in order to get the dishes done. And the amount of time that that shit takes, man, I'd rather just wash them bitches myself. You feel me? I feel you, man. I've been there before. The key word is dishwasher, not dish cleaner. Um, The fact that you have to run the dishwasher four times is because your dishwasher is telling you the pipes need to be clean. And I don't know if you own a house or an apartment, but every single person that I know that has purchased a home has told me, hey, uh, I've lived in here two plus years. I have to replace my dishwasher because they think that to have a home, like I can just run the dishwasher. You can't. You actually have to go and wash your dishes. I think Steph might be my only friend that actually knows how to use her hands with washing dishes. Like I know how to use my hard? hands a lot of ways, Greg. <sighs> <laughs> Next voice. I don't know. That's a good question, but I don't think I don't think it matters. I was with my ex for a year and a half. We moved in together, and I moved out of that bitch three months into the lease because I couldn't handle her. She was too fucking crazy. So I don't think that's a good question because I know people that moved in together after three months and they're fucking living awesome now. I was with this bitch for 18 months and I couldn't handle her for four months after living together. So I don't know. That's a broad question. I guess it just depends on the connection. And, well, and that's, to, that was my point to it. I, it depends on the people. It depends on the connection. It depends on how much you know each other. My question to you is, and this is to the, to the listener who, who just left the, the voice note, like at no point in that 18 months leading up to you moving in with her, did that crazy rear its head at all? Because if that's the case, if the, if she hid her crazy for a year and a half before you moved in, that bitch deserves an Academy Award. Man, what? I'm talking Denzel like type of Oscar. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus Christ. You're trying to tell me you were dating her for 18 months and the six months that you decided, you know what? I like her enough to actually cohabitate with her. That's when the crazy came out. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, it's possible. My, uh, I know someone who got married um, to his girlfriend of 11 years. And she waited until after their names were on that marriage license and it was signed by a witness before she showed her crazy. 11 years, Greg. Mm-hmm. I, I, I bet you $20 a dude who just left that voicemail, he's going to say, you know what? Not only are y'all right, but the sex is good. The sex is what kept him. Mm-hmm. He, he, he knew she was crazy, but she did some shit with her face. And she her had, she oh had crazy girl pussy. She had that throw baby. Fuck it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God! Your callback game is so strong, Greg. So strong. Yes. Yes. Oh, next voicemail. I did not send that nigga is lying all day today. I did not send that nigga text. I text him in like three days. In which case. In mm-hmm. which case, this only further proves the fact that Greg already knew who Bridget the Midget was. No. I and only knew further it solidifies Baylor. his point. I have a, I, listen, I have an inclination to believe Baylor over you, Greg. Hey, all I'm saying is this. You've been making up stories all night. You a liar. No, no, I don't Why make up lying? stories. You I'm do. not making up stories. You do. You're making okay. shit up. I don't trust okay. you anymore. You've ruined this relationship. Of course. How fat is you guys' cocks? Okay. Um. Well, Greg. <laughs> Balls. 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 Spoken like a. I think naturally, if someone's using a car. The answer to that is likely no, because if you have a car and they're using it. Odds are they're using it a lot less than you are. Um, I would hate for anyone who has a car and they're letting someone else use it more than they use it. So I'll just chalk it up to that. Um, I would never split a car note and something like that. I mean, sure, they could put gas in it and stuff like that, but I would never do that. Absolutely. I feel like there's a Absolutely. liability there, though, because like, what if they're driving your car on one of the rare occasions that they drive it and they get into an accident? Exactly. Anyway, I feel like maybe they don't pay the car note, but at the very least, they should be paying part of the insurance. That yeah. being said, I would never move in with somebody that doesn't have a car. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, yeah. I, depending on the reason, but for like, if it was convenience and you lived in like DC and you took the metro everywhere and like you never had a need for a car, then I get it. But now you live in the suburbs with your girl and you should buy a car and you should be financially stable enough to put a down payment on a car almost immediately. Exactly. Absolutely fair. Yeah. And that is coming from Salisbury Steak Stuff. So next fucking hate I think naturally if they're both using the car, the other person is going to naturally step up and be like, let me help with this. Let me help you mm-hmm. pay for the insurance or the note. Just naturally. And if they don't, I just think that's weird because any adult will want to help wherever they can, especially if they're both using the vehicle. Ashley did God bless you and your innocent, wonderful heart. You have no perception of how many bums there are actually living out here. Now, what happens if he says, I'll keep the gas tank full? Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to that's gonna be the counter. That's definitely the counter. He'd be like, hey, I don't want to be on the car note, but I'll keep the tank full. You don't want to be on a car note, then don't drive my car. 
Mm. Get your own fucking car. Profound. Throw baby. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's important to make the separation between dating and marriage. I think while you're dating, you need to keep your assets separate. Until, Until you're one, until you're married, then... And t- until then, you you need to keep your assets separate. You you don't need to you don't need to be helping each other out and, and building each other's wealth until you decide that's what you want to do as a team together. But until then, wealth, your common asset of of your life security, shouldn't be shared with anybody else until until you decide to take that step with them as one to become married. I agree, and I cannot stress that enough. Um, and I'm even of the mindset where like after you're married, it's very acceptable to still keep many of your assets separate. Like if and when I get married, it's going to be your bank account, my bank account, and then our bank account. Like Go. I'm I'm having listen, you're not gonna fuck up my escape route. Yeah. It's not even an escape route though. So oh, it's an escape route for so. me. Okay. Well <laughs> for, for you, of course. But you know, you like salt free steak. But basically, when when it comes to it, like, you know, for example, with Steph, like, I would assume Steph would be a a woman who knows for a fact her things are hers. And regardless if you are together, you're in love. There have been a lot of people that we've talked about on this show that have been in love and things haven't worked out. And all of a sudden, they're chasing the check. Like, nobody should have to chase the check because they were in love with somebody at some point. Keep your money aside and you just know what? If it works out in my favor, if they care about me enough that they've lived with me, they've been with me for X amount of years, they will take care of me. If not, the courts will. But you need to make sure that you take care of yourself first. There are a lot of people who end up in situations and end up with nothing because they put love first. It's sad to say this, but like you can't keep putting love first in 2020. There are a lot of fucking weirdos out here and a lot of people who will literally do you dirty and yeah. ruin your life. It is sad to say, but, you know, being a hopeless romantic is is kind of a, a fairy tale at this point. Like there I, I feel like more people need to like, yes, chase love by all means. I'm not telling you not to, but you also have to be very realistic in that there is a lot more than just love that factors into what is a healthy relationship. And there is a lot more to lose when you are blinded by what you think Absolutely. is love. All right, let's um, let's keep going, Greg. Let's keep going. Dang, Steph, you like Salisbury steak? That's crazy. But anyway, <laughs> when y'all get done, man, come on over to me and Shan's little show. And it starts at 9.30, which is in 20 minutes. Edible will be kicking in about 10 or 15. So, yeah, I got my seatbelt, my niggas. And, uh, yeah, come on over. Share some of them pet peeves. Yo, Ooh, I seriously can't stand you. Egg. Look what you started. Um, and Baylor, I'm mad. I was on your side, but I'm pretty sure you texted Greg about some midget porn today. I don't know about that. Nope. Nope, he didn't. Because I'm a genuine friend. I, I want my friends to be better. Um, mm-hmm. you know, even though we're, we're going to be closing this show pretty soon after the voicemails and everything like that, but I, I wanted to give people an opportunity to ask, you know, to answer the question that I had for Steph. Um, I wanted to save this for next week, but we're not having a show next week, so we might as well just go ahead and go for the gusto. So the question is this. um, Men need to be more responsible about who they make orgasm. Um, 
you as a man, and more importantly, the women as well. Um, how can I put this? Um, I- I'll just do my little cliff notes. It says a woman's vulva and her uterus are in complete alignment. So pleasure, bliss, and bonding are all intertwined. When you make a woman orgasm, that's an attachment and they cannot biologically help it. Do you feel as though that that is true? Are you asking me? Yeah. So I, I, I guess I'll, I'll make it like more condensed. So, um, Oh no, I mean, like, I understood it, but I wish well, I, you could I was, see how I much I have to, to listen. fix my face right now. Yeah. Um, <sighs> so, so, so for the men and the women that are listening, um, do you feel like men need to be a little bit more responsible about who they make come, who they make orgasm? So, Fellas, when you have decided you were going to make this woman orgasm, do you feel away? Do you feel like, hey, I made her nut and like you feel better about yourself? Do you feel that you are being held accountable for her actions after the fact? Because there are some women that if, if you make them hit that uh uh uh, like they are, they might go a little bit nuts after. They might start acting a little bit differently. Do you feel like you are being held accountable for the fact that you did what you did to her? So that is the question that we are posing before we get up out of here. We're going to play a couple more voicemails, but that is the question I am posing. Men, do you feel responsible for the fact that you made her orgasm? Question. Let's get to the voicemail. Closed toe shoes should always be worn with socks. If you wear your sock, if you wear your closed toe shoes without socks, that's disgusting. Just talking about the vans. It is gross. Hmm. Let's see. Next voicemail. Just use him for sex. <laughs> hey. Mm-hmm. Or Salisbury steak because Steph likes that shit. I think it's always too soon to move in together. <laughs> then again, I'm a little biased. I've had some nightmare situations. But uh, just make sure you know that person. And you know them well. And you have your finances in order separately. Because that's the biggest issue. If you don't have the money right separately, you get it together, you're going to find out everybody's shortcomings. Um, and then there's going to be a lot of problems. I don't want problems. Uh, part of the reason why I would move in with somebody anyway is so we have a better life together. So I don't know. It's broken like a Absolutely. true man who has been through some shit and learned from it. Shout out to you. Absolutely. Um, we do have our first of last mic checks stuff. Um, you know, we're going to close out soon. So would yes, you yes. mind just telling them again about mic checks before we get out of here soon? Absolutely. This is the mic check podcast where the mic means make it clap. If you are enjoying our content, if you like what we're doing, then make it clap. Click that little button at the bottom of your screen that shows the clapping hands and show us some love. Um, hit hit the button as many times as you like we we love the engagement look at it look at y'all y'all are going y'all are great um leave us voice notes um we are wrapping up the show so we are trying to trying to address them all bear with us while we do that um but share the combo follow us on instagram 
um, at Young Black Pod. Subscribe to the podcast at Young Black and Bothered. Uh, and join us. Join us here on Stereo every Wednesday night at 8.30. We will not be doing a show for the Thanksgiving holiday uh, here in the United States next week. Um, so for those of you who are celebrating, have a wonderful, happy Thanksgiving. But until then, make it clap, people. Absolutely. Next voice. It's those blankets that the mafia be. I might have said too much, and I didn't mean anything by like Hispanic blankets, but it's just you know when you see them, like majority of the people that sell them are Hispanic, so that's why we call it that. Out here in LA. Yeah. Greg's Greg Baylor's a mafioso now too, talking about Uh, what they do with the Hispanic blankets. Exactly. He's like, hey, by the way, I know. <laughs> I know, said too I, much. I, I mean, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to have to kill you. First now. of all, you sound like a fucking serial killer. Yeah, that is definitely Steph because she eats Salisbury steak. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> as long as I have a face, ladies always have a place to sit. Wow. Well, Steph just requires Salisbury steak sauce. Tell you, I work in the healthcare field and you can look forward to at least at least a good three to five more years of COVID to the point mm. where you have to be in your house. Jesus Christ. Please story. don't let that be true. Please don't let that be true. Oh, I can't I do this shit for three to five that. more years. Uh, well, what's up? You, you still have me. I'm still someone that No, listen. You. You're gonna... No. Listen here. You're not going to be able to talk much after you break all your teeth on that hockey puck with ketchup, so. You're right. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> How soon does it take to be together with the person? Yes, that was the question. We need the answer. Yeah. Uh, we definitely need the answer to that. And we definitely need the answer to the question I asked about are men responsible for the actions and the consequences of making a woman truly orgasm. Yeah. Let's get through these last voicemails and then uh, I'll give you my answer. Here we go. Well, if guys get married, they'll, you know, your dishwasher is right there. Wow. I liked you Mm. up until that statement, man. Damn. I liked you up until that statement. Damn. If you really want to see all sides of a person's personality, take a long road trip together. I mean, a day plus in a vehicle. You'll see the crazy, the sadistic, the sad, the depressed, and their absolute joyous side. All within that time. Very valid point. I've seen some shit in a car ride. Yeah, I would definitely kill stuff. I would absolutely. I, I would. I want to kill you, and we haven't ever been in a car together. Yeah, but that—that's just how you are. You just—you might have a couple bodies on you. But next door. Um, that, I know. I'm growing up. My mother told me, "I bet not see you, show friend, no grown ass man in your mm. car, mm. or mm. letting him drive your car." In mm-hmm. Virginia, that's a prerequisite. A man needs to have a car. Matter of fact, it's a rite of passage. Yep. Talk that shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is a wife book and then there's a girlfriend book. Um, mm. Playing wifey uh, is not a good idea. If you want 
a cook, um, a maid of any sort, pay for it. Um, there's a whole lot of women out here shacking, and basically they uh, uh, prostitute themselves. She's out here spitting that shit. Yo, she is speaking truth right now. Yeah. I want to make it clap for you. her. Yes, make, make it clap for that. Because that that is not only profound, that was the absolute fucking truth. Like, mm-hmm. if you believe that, and more importantly, you know you believe it because y'all need to make it clap. I need you to shout out to her. What, what, what was her name again? Because we need that. Super that was, Firstborn. God, that was... Super Firstborn, shout mm-hmm. out to you, Queen. Like, that right there, please make a clap for her. And I need you to follow her as well because that was, wow. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, no, no. Impressive. No, that's not fair. Come on now. We, we, need, we need some more claps. Like, I, I want y'all to make a clap. Make a clap for her. Make a clap for Steph and, you know, the whole Salisbury State. Son like, of a bitch. Yeah. Why do you keep saying I hate you? <laughs> <laughs> Look at the fucking claps, too. Yo, people, exactly. people shut, out here really... Shut, out here hating on me. Either y'all love Salisbury State too, or y'all just hate me. But either one is a travesty. Both of those scenarios are awful. Shout out. Shout out. Let's get these voicemails out the way, though. Um, how do you not go into it attempting or thinking that you're going to make her come? How does that happen? Oh, um, it's not about... It's a guy. not about... thinking about or attempting making her come it's whether or not you're responsible for the action her actions Mm -hmm. after you've done that yeah yeah and as a guy you being a guy who just left that voicemail um there are a lot of men who the, the circumstances they are none it's just more so hey i fucked and how she feels after the fact cool she can feel that way but I came for what I came for, and I came. So, hey, we're here. Um, you just have to understand, like, there are, you know, situations where you, you're you not going to win. You're not going to make every woman come. You're not going to please every woman. You just need to know, I guess, that, if it makes any sense. But, I don't know. You can always just go and get Steph some Salisbury steak. So, there's just definitely that. I hate you. I'm, Next question. I'm going on a strike. That's a lot. <laughs> Look at my name. I am always directly responsible for the orgasm. That is a silly question. But I think I enjoy she's got to go first before I go. And that's just because oh. they get more into it, way more into it uh, after they go first. See, I appreciate a youth first kind of man. I dated a guy who had absolutely nothing, like no desire to do anything except make me come. It was great. It has to be boring. No, it was incredible because he he tried everything. And he wanted to be creative. It was great. Uh, And if he wasn't a fucking sociopath, like, I'd probably still be with him. Yeah, he's the type that'd be like, you know what? Hey, you didn't come. I'm about to kill you. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Like, no, like, no. See, nope, not quite. Um, less, less that. More like, oh, um, someone in my family died. Uh, spread your legs. And I was just like, what? Wait, no, you're not gonna like be upset or like go talk to your family. Like, what? I can't. Yeah. Um. 
that actually, you know what? I'm not gonna say it. I was gonna say that's some weirdo shit, but you know what? Everybody no, it's a sociopath. He had no emotions. Yeah. yeah. Um, I-, I wish for him the best, and I'm I'm glad that you got all the face that you could possibly get. There are so a lot much. of women that do that. Uh, uh, fellas, fellas, listen to me for a second. Um, j- just one, just one minute. Um, give me a minute of your time. Have you ever been in a situation where, like, a woman has said, "You know what? It seems like you've had a long day. You've had a rough week. How about I just go and just like, I, I-, I give you some head for like twenty, thirty minutes. Like, has it happened to you? H- have you ever had a woman say, "You know what? <laughs> he- he's had it rough. I- I'm going to make sure he ain't got to fuck me after. He just needs to go and just." enjoy what I'm about to give him. Like, I, I want to hear from the guys. Has this happened to you? Because Steph just basically said a dude literally told her that he had trauma and he wanted to please her. But have mm-hmm. you ever been in a situation where a woman has said, you know what? I want to please you because it seems like you're going through something. That right there, that might lead into a couple voicemails because I, I'm I'm actually really concerned. I yeah, no, I don't think I've ever given enough of a shit about anybody to say. Mm, of course. I mean, you eat fucking Salisbury steaks. So I that fucking, I seriously, I'm going on strike. I'm not doing another episode until you make you, you <laughs> agree that you made that story up. I didn't. But you did. Hey, I'm, I'm not I'm, doing another show I'm, with you. You think you think I'm lying, Greg? Okay. I'll, I'll see you in two weeks. Nope. Okay. Okay. If you don't see me in two weeks, you're going to be down by like 20 points anyway. So you might as well just, if you aren't eating Salisbury steak, I'm going to order you Salisbury I'm going to drive by your house and chug a frozen <laughs> cheeseburger <laughs> at your window. <laughs> oh I'm gosh. not even going to slow down. I'm just going to drive by and throw Holy a frozen shit. cheeseburger at your window. Totally. No oh bun, just the burger. <laughs> like a oh frisbee. Oh, we, we got a couple more voicemails. Let's get these out of the way before we can get up out of here. Yeah, but how how do you um how do you have sex with somebody without making them come or intending to make them make them come? Like, how does that happen? How do you pick and choose when you are making them come or not? Oh, it happens all the time. Steph, you. When you're going into it and you the like, your only goal is for you to come, it does not matter. Like, listen, there have been times where like. I've I've had my, you know, my little friends with benefits come over and it has nothing to do with whether or not they come. As soon as I come, I'm like, all right, cool. Thanks. Go home. Like that is it's not it's not my purpose to make them come. It's my purpose to make me come. And sometimes I need a human body to do that. And so, you know, they provide the body. That's it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hell, Greg. Maybe not. Maybe not. You keep acting like you're not a good woman. It's okay. Oh, I know I'm a good woman, but I'm also a terrible person. I'm a good person. I'm a terrible woman. Don't don't say that. That's not true. That's not true. Yeah, Next voice for the most part. How do you how do you not make some? How do you not? How do you go into it without thinking or attempting to make them come? Mm. You just don't care. It's a, it's a selfish act. It's incredibly selfish. Um, but you just do not give a shit about what happens to them. They are there for one purpose, and that is for self-satisfaction. Mm. It's, a, it's a very self-serving so, act. Like, you have to legitimately not give a shit about the person. 
fellas, y'all better act accordingly. I don't want to hear all, like except for when the Drake album comes out. When the Drake album comes <sighs> out, definitely contact stuff and be like, "Hey, by the way, uh, you told me some things, and I like you, and I want you." But until then, I mean, be, just be prepared to leave when I tell you to. You hear this, right? I- I'm just letting you guys know. This is what Steph is telling you. She's telling you this. She's the guru. She is the dick guru. <laughs> but we have a couple more voicemails before we get up out of here. I feel like women don't have those things connected. I think that's that's bullshit. I feel like both parties should be responsible, should be adults. I will yeah, take this opportunity. I'll take this opportunity in, to inject my opinion here. I agree with him. I don't think that the two are interconnected. I don't think that, you know, a guy having sex with me uh, puts some sort of scientific spell on my uterus and makes me go crazy. Like if a girl is crazy after you have sex with her, she was crazy before you had sex with her. She just feels now that you had sex with her. It's okay to to be crazy to show you her crazy um no men should not be accountable for for a woman's actions after they've had sex that's a ridiculous responsibility and that's absurd to put on a man um women grown-ass women who are consensual consensually having sex should fucking take they should take ownership of their actions it's called accountability Shout out to Steph for knowing not only the truth, but she is giving it to y'all. Mm-hmm. Hi, guys. This is here checking in. Um, yeah, I heard that COVID is probably not going to ever go away. Um, it's just going to turn into a milder form or whatever. Like, you know, it's just, I just, you know, they say that it's not going to go anywhere. So I don't know. All right, you guys. Good night. Good night, Tiara. I do want to say, I just hope it goes away long enough that people stop dying and that I can go back on vacation. That's all the fuck I want. Yeah. That's all I want. I want people to stop dying for the hospitals to go back to a reasonable capacity, something that is manageable where where our first responders and our nurses and our doctors are not putting in a hundred hours a week. Exactly. And where I can safely feel like I can get on a plane without having to live in a bubble the entire flight. So I want. Yeah. For me, um, when it, when it comes to it, and this is something that I won't say I predicted, but I was prepared for. Like you and I have talked for weeks and I've pretty much come to the conclusion that this is the new norm. And I'm completely fine with honestly not seeing my office not seeing the assholes that I work with. I'd much rather deal with them on Zoom because God forbid if I have to see them in person and knowing what I know from them for the past year and they've been kind of like starstruck by the fact that they're, you know, at home or they may be in the office. Once they get around people and they start performing, I might have to curse somebody out. I ain't going to kill them, but I'm definitely going to curse them out. Um, 2021 is going to be a... I'm going to say it's going to be a long year, but it's definitely not going to be a positive one. We're, we're definitely going to get the like the after effects of what's going on in the current election. We have to deal with the shutdowns because the president-elect pretty much told us, hey, by the way, um, once I get elected, you know for a fact you're going to be like 
in the house for yeah. at least six weeks. I mean, I don't disagree with that. That's something that we should have done back in January of this year. Exactly. But here's the thing. He's saying six weeks once he gets elected, which is cool, but that's not going to take effect until like March because obviously you have that transitioning period, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Um, So pretty much near the end of winter is when you're going to have that. But then you're going to have everybody in April or May deciding, you know what? I've been in the house for now a total of a year 365 days i want to while out now i want to go to tulum i want to go and post on instagram and you know in my bikini that i bought on instagram because i thought i was looking at the people who liked my photos but instead i looked at the fucking instagram shop of ally express on <laughs> my instagram app um that's what they have to have that's what people have to see um f- but for me just like overall when it comes to me like i i just want my friends to be like mentally healthy i'm yeah. starting to notice cracks in my mm-hmm. friends and the people that i follow on instagram and it hurts to know that like yeah well i mean who, everybody i'm sorry go ahead oh no go go no 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 go ahead i mean everybody is talking about the medical implications and the side effects of having covid and all of the physical aspects of of quarantine and like not being able to work out and not being able to like you know get outside and do things or be active nobody's talking about the mental health implications about it like people are suffering from um from anxiety people are suffering from from magnified depression um you know like like for someone like me like my job essentially in, in just a few words requires me to be very social and like as someone who lo- I love the people I work with. I can count on one hand the people I don't. Um, and, and I mean, it's a, it's a big company. Love the people I work with. I enjoyed going into the office every day and seeing my coworkers and having fun with them. And like now to do it via video chat and like everybody's over it. Like it's done. People don't want to do it anymore. And like me not having someone readily available. And this is why I go back and forth between New Jersey so frequently um, is because like, as as volatile as the relationship can be with my family, at the very least, it's other people. You know what yeah. I mean? And so it, it does take a toll on people. And I know that I went through some shit a few months ago, to be completely candid, where, like, it got to me. Like, work got to me. I was lonely. I felt depressed. Like, I was crying a lot. Like, it was it was hard. And, like, I found ways like the weather got nicer. And so I was going to the beach and spending time out there by myself and still social distancing, but being able to be a little more active than normal um, definitely helped that. But like, I'm really worried now that it's starting to get cold again and it's starting to get dark. Like people with seasonal affective disorder are already are already privy to depression at this time of year when they can go out and be social. So doing this during a pandemic, because we also have to remember that we didn't go into quarantine until March. So, like, we didn't spend a winter in quarantine. Like, now is when we have to go through that. And, like, I don't think that people are fully prepared to address what comes along with that. Like, winter is already a depressing season as it is. It already does a number to people's emotions and mental well-being. And so the fact that we're heading into this now and and nobody has taken the time to really address the the mental after effects of being alone in a pandemic or even with someone just being living through a pandemic it's hard man yeah like i I just i just wish 
the best for everybody who's obviously listening, either on stereo or like through the actual podcast and everything like that. But we haven't even seen the beginning. Uh, no. This is right now, you know, people are like, oh, I can't wait for us to get back to normal. Um, we haven't seen normal yet. Um, yeah. We haven't seen, like, and it, it's so weird because you and I talked like three weeks ago about that movie trailer I told you about where mm-hmm. um, the, the guy who did the Transformers movie, he, he's already made a movie where it's like, oh, we'll be four years into this and it's going to be a situation where like, you have to have like a wristband, like you're going to a nightclub in order yeah. to go grocery shopping. Yeah. Because they're like, hey, we need to confirm that you can actually leave your building in order to go home. Well, That's I mean, why. you see what Europe is doing, where you now have to send a text message in order to leave your house. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. Now, some people, yeah, some people who have been in our chats and have been in our like live sessions, they've gone and said, you know what? Like, I expected this, but more importantly, I just didn't know that you know it was going to last this long because a lot of people were like okay i expect this to last like like a week. imagine the fact we're in like we're heading into month nine yeah and i mean i was one of those people i was like oh that's cool we'll be home for a few weeks and then we could just go back to normal like i, w- I was sorely disappointed by this yeah um me, I was, I was a little bit, and honestly, to, without sounding like an asshole, I actually feel kind of good about this because this is the first time in my life that I've actually been able to be completely in control of my own life. Um, yeah. When I say that, I mean it. Like I've been able to like wake up when I want, go to sleep when I want. No, for a fact that like right now it's very late. It's like one o'clock and I can go and I can fall asleep. I know I have to wake up to go work out. I have to go walk the dog. I have to be a father, but I know for a fact that I have that time in my life where my life is mine. Um, obviously it's a little bit late, but you know, for a fact that you have a moment that is yours. You don't have to worry about, oh, well I'm in the office and I'm not going to be able to leave until like seven or eight o'clock. No, you that happens that now. Because that that does happen now. Like I, yeah, there are days there. I'm like, I know that I'm not leaving the my desk until uh, eight, nine, ten o'clock, and it becomes that much easier because I'm home because I don't have to commute because I'm not avoiding traffic. Like it just becomes that, and that's how I that's how I burnt out. Like I've had to really consciously reclaim my personal time because for a long time I hadn't, and it was. Like, I feel like working from home, and and this is something that other people have told me as well, you almost feel like it's okay to put in extra hours and work harder Mm -hmm. and do more because you don't have to worry about commuting and it's there and it's convenient. Like, there have been times where, like, even before we started recording tonight, like, I I logged off at five and I was like, all right, I'm just going to chill for a couple hours before I have to do this podcast and it's going to be fine. And, like... 30 minutes before we started the call, I was like, let me just answer this email. And as you were texting me, I was still working because like, Mm -hmm. it's that mentality. Let me just answer this email. And then I'm still working four hours later. Like you fall into a trap and it's just, it's really unhealthy. And I think that work, especially now more than ever dictates my schedule. Yeah. And I agree. I, I just, I don't know where we go because I, I don't personally, I am going to absolutely dread 
going not only back to work, but knowing that my job feels like even after or during this pandemic that we're still going to have a Monday through Friday schedule. Like yeah. we, we aren't built to have a Monday through Friday schedule and this little earth reboot that we're having right now that is telling us, Hey, by the way, um, like you said, reclaiming you, reclaiming your life, reclaiming the things that you want, like a three, a work schedule. It's not sustainable, but it's definitely something that will make you appreciate more about your life. Being able to say, you know what, instead of going and commuting 45 minutes to work, that 45 minutes that I could have taken, you know, at seven, eight o'clock in the morning to get to the office, I can be working that from my house. And that 45 minutes that I was going to spend doing that, I can actually go and walk my dog or I can go and spend that with my kids. I can help them with their homework and stuff like that. Um, you got more than one kid? There are pluses. No, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, um, I, now, I, 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 w- I will say this ironically. Um, you and I, you know, like full transparency. I was on Twitter and there was a situation where I looked at one of my tweets that I tweeted and someone from my past just randomly liked the shit. And I almost like messaged him. I was like, yo, where the fuck did you come from? Like, <laughs> I, I almost did that. But do you it. and I are going to talk off air about that. But yeah, yeah. basically... When, when it comes to like me and working from home, I've started to embrace the fact that like I've actually grown into my own character. Like I've learned mm. that the five days a week thing, I can still do it. I just don't want to do that shit anymore. I'm completely fine working three days at home and two days in the office. If I can get yeah. that schedule, I am completely fine with it. But there are a lot of companies that once I don't want to say we get back to normal, but once things start to become a situation where it's safe to go back into the office, a lot of these companies are going to be like, no, um, that was cute for a year, but we need Monday through Friday schedules because we have to get back to our money. We have to make sure yeah. that the money we lost for the last year, we have to make that back really quick. But yeah, well, I think I think changed. my perspective, my perspective is a little different, too, because one Like, I'm looking forward to going back to the office. One, like I said, because I have my own issues with working from home. But two, I have an office with a door that is mine, and I don't share it with anybody. And so, like, I don't have to worry about exposure. I can close my door, I can lock it, and nobody's going to bother me. Um, And additionally, like, my company in particular, during this whole pandemic, we've been making money. We haven't been losing money. And so, like, we're in a good position to just be like, yeah, we don't have to make that up. But, like, I'm like, I am mentally ready to go back to the office because, like, having I I thought I would enjoy teleworking. I don't. I don't like my house Mm. and my workspace being in the same place. I just because I I don't know where to draw a line. Now, how are you going to feel about that three months in? Like, everybody that I've talked about or I've talked to who said, you know what? I, I don't mind going back in the office. Every single person that has said that to me over the course of the last eight, nine months, they've either gone back to work or their job has tried to get them to go back into the office on like some type of floating schedule. Mm-hmm. And they went back and like, I miss my coworkers. I, I miss going into the office. But then when they realize, yeah, I'm back in the office, but it, it's not that same workload. It's not the same 40 or 50 people you would see every day. Now it's like seven or eight. And yeah, well, again, 
I, I have a very different, a different set of circumstances. So a lot of the people that work in my office are only there one day a week because they are on, you know, the client site the other four days of the week. So there's never more than like 10 or 15 people in my office at a time anyway. Um, yeah. And that being said, I also had a little bit of an advantage. I used to work remotely one day a week before COVID. So I still had the opportunity to, to work remotely one day a week, which was fine. I just can't do it full time. Yeah. That I think we can both agree on. Like this, this working from home thing, it, it's, it's cool. When I say cool, meaning like it, it feels good to be able to be like, you know what? I can see my computer. I can literally get out of my bed. I can go look at the computer. Once I am done looking at the computer, as long as I know I can just be in the vicinity of my home, I can go to Costco for 30 minutes. I can go and grab breakfast and stuff like that. That is the fun part of it. But eventually you're like, you know what? I, I've been doing this for like nine to 10 months now. I'm actually kind of tired of seeing all this stuff. But yeah. I felt the same way when I went into the office every day when I was like, you know what? I'm tired of eating at the same eateries and I'm tired of going and walking on my lunch break in the same areas and stuff like that. Do yeah. I miss my coworkers? Me personally, I don't. I, I don't miss my coworkers. I actually, I don't want to say I hate my coworkers. <laughs> For me, I'm, I'm, I'm just me. I'm an introvert. Like I, I don't mind talking to them when I have to talk to them. But as long as it's about work, um, even after this thing is over, I'm going to wear a mask. The reason why is because I don't really want to give you the impression that I want to talk to you. I, I don't <laughs> like people anymore. <laughs> like. I, I, Honestly, being at home, I don't like people. You and I, with the stereo thing, I, I love talking. I yeah. can talk for four or five hours. But once I go into the office, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, fuck, it's you. Yeah. Like, shit. Like, tomorrow, yeah. we have this thing that's called, um, what do you call it? It's not a round table, but it's more so um, basically like a meeting with the entire firm. So we're all going so and all hands. talking. No, no, no. It's not even all they don't even call it all hands, but if you want to, you can say all hands. So basically everybody's just, you know, on this WebEx and three people are talking. Everybody else is muted. And the only thing that people care about is you're not going to make me go back into the office. Me, I'm one of those people. I don't give a fuck what you are telling us that is going on with the office. As long as you don't tell me to go into the office. If you tell me I have to go into the office, I'm not going in. Uh, they tried to do that back in August. They felt like everything was safe. They told us, you know what? It's safe to go back into the office. You know, if you have to go into the office, it's okay. You know, all you have to do is every morning before you leave your house, like, do you have any symptoms? Do you have this and this? And I'm like, yo, like, I've never done that a day in my life. That It feels like some, what is it, uh, 28 weeks later type of shit. Like, I don't want to mm -hmm. have to wake up every morning and feel like, the only reason I can go to work is because like, I don't feel like I'm about to die. Like, it, I feel I, like that's probably like what that. it's going to be for a while though. Yeah. And my, my thing is that's how it's going to be. But as long as I can do my work from home, I'm completely fine with that. Me being the tech guy that I am, like, I don't mind getting out of my bed and just turning my computer on. That actually makes me happy knowing that, I can do the same shit I can do from my house that I can do in the office. But there are a lot of people who will say, you know what? I'm essential. And there's certain things I can't get done from my computer. And I appreciate the fact that they do the things that they do. Me, however, I'm more efficient knowing that all I have to do is just like turn on my computer and get things done. 
Um, that has absolutely nothing to do with us, you know, and our topics for the night, but no. we're, we're just shooting the shit. But we That's have fine. two more voicemails. So, so basically, wait, let, before, before we get into that, I do want to mm-hmm. say, so you said you're, you said, essentially you're, you're non-essential, right? Oh, no. Uh, according to them, I'm essential, but non-essential. Like I okay. am definitely, I'm salary, but at the same time, like, there's nothing they can really do it's like okay. a lot of the I stuff just, that we I do i just wanted like, to clarify just the level of unnecessary you are anyway back to those two voicemails <laughs> you know i was gonna leave tonight without getting that last jab in okay now we have three voicemails am, look what you've done i'm necessary in your life and more importantly we are necessary for everybody who is listening right now if you were you are listening to Greg and the girl who loves Salisbury steak, Steph. The one and uh, thank only you guys Steph. For all listening, but we're not done. We need you. exactly. We need you guys to share. We need you to subscribe. More importantly, we need you to do this mic check. It is mic check time. Everybody that is listening, Steph, it is mic check time. Yes, Go ahead yes. Go this is it. the last and final mic check of the night where Mike in mic check, our name stands for make it clap. So if you enjoy our content, if you like what we were doing, if we, if you enjoy what we were talking about then make it clap hit that little button at the bottom of your screen and show us some love share the conversation follow us on instagram we're about to wrap it up for the night um but we do appreciate every single one of y'all we love engaging with you every wednesday night we are here every wednesday at 8 30 on the stereo app mic check please join us we love y'all absolutely absolutely uh before we get to these voicemails these last three I just wanted to ask you a question. Um, we didn't talk about this in the news, but I figured I would just bring it up. So April Jones, she is the baby mom or the spouse of Omarion and Lofiz. So she discussed initiating sex with her man. She said that sometimes women take the lead. Uh, basically, she said a woman should be able to get what she wants to and not classify herself as a hoe or a whore. Um, I absolutely agree with her, but I wanted to ask my resident friend, I wanted to ask Steph, uh, how do you feel? Do you feel like you as a woman, um, you should be able to initiate the sex whenever you want to because of whatever reason? That's like basically how I live my life. Yes, mm. I agree with her. I, you should be able to initiate sex without feeling judged or or like, oh, yeah, no. If you're with someone, especially if you're with someone like it should not be one person's responsibility to to initiate sex. Like that shit gets boring. Absolutely. It gets like you resent people. Like it's just not the way to do it. Absolutely, I agree the same way. Like I, I feel like any. I think a lot of guys just go and like feel like they have to be the initiator of sex. But I'm like, you realize she wants to sleep with you as well, but the way she wants to sleep with you isn't the same way you want to sleep with her. Like. There are a lot of guys who are like, okay, I want to slut her out. And there are a lot of women who are like, I just actually just want some dick right now. And that's completely fine. But obviously, us guys, we don't see it the same. We have a lot of voicemails. Let's get these out of the way. Yeah, it's with the girl once for long, it was a long-term relationship. And I came home one night from work and dinner was already ready. She told me to take a shower. We eat dinner and then, yeah, it was all about me. Um, she didn't care about coming that night. It was, she wanted whatever I wanted to do to her or whatever I wanted. That was it. But yeah. Um, and I didn't have to 
you know, make her come or I didn't have to fuck her. She was just all about me. It was great. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you got to eat her ass, man. You got to eat her ass. You got <laughs> liquor from the, you got, you got from the Ruta to the Tuta. And you got you to gotta buy her Salisbury steak. Stuff like that. Greg, Greg enjoys really the liquor from the Ruta to the Tuta. I really am hoping that people are using this time to like really discover themselves. Really come up with a plan. And then really like start moving around. Because if people are really trying to just get back to what we were doing before... Think about what we've been doing before, y'all. Just think about it for a little bit. Absolutely. Random virus. Absolutely. Um, basically, you have been listening to over three hours of our show. Um, we have done everything we could possibly do to make you laugh, make you cry, make you think. Um, Steph I've expressed my unending why... hatred for Greg. That is a fucking lie. Steph knows she loves me, and she, she loves me more. She loves me more than a fat kid loves cake, according to Fifty Cent. Mm, um, listen she, here, she loves me more than she loves me more than the state of New Jersey loves the state of New Jersey. And I'll love you more than Salisbury loves- steak. Okay, that, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Um, I, I just wanted to say this um, to to Steph. Um, Steph, I wanted to just extend my gratitude to you uh, when we started the show. I don't think you understand. Like I was going through a transition with the show. I didn't know exactly what it was going to be and what we meant for, you know, the direction of the show. So you have been like a beacon when it comes to the show. Um, so I appreciate the fact that not only you are my co-host, but more importantly, you are the lady of the show. You make the show what it is. And I appreciate you like so, so much. Um, I appreciate everybody who obviously listens to the show and I appreciate stereo for giving us the platform, even though y'all are late. Y'all fuck up direct deposit was supposed to hit on Tuesday, but it's okay. No, no big deal. Um, I'm definitely going to hit you up in the emails tomorrow and yeah. I want to speak to your manager, but it's okay. Um, all in all, um, what did we learn today, Steph? Um, oh, God, we to this last so point? many things we learned that, well, but before we go into what we learned, um, I want to say that I too am thankful for you, Greg. Um, I appreciate your friendship. Uh, I appreciate the the long standing friendship that we've had as as it's grown. Uh, I appreciate you for putting me onto podcasting and for giving me an opportunity to engage with other people and engage with you and and enjoy the time that I do get to have conversations with you. Um, so shout out to you for that for putting me on. I appreciate you in many ways, even though you are a giant pain in my ass. That being said. What we learned tonight, <laughs> you know, I wasn't going to let it go without hitting you once. Of course, um, of course. What we learned tonight, we learned, oh man, so many things. We learned that uh, there is no real set time for when it's too soon to move in together. It really just depends on on the people and the couple. But there are a lot of factors that go into doing that. Uh, we learned that. Men can be really gross creatures and they should really take into consideration when they have a woman come into their house. That's people need to wash their sheets on a regular basis. Throw out your pillows, put mattress covers on your mattress, be clean. It, t- it goes a long way. Um, we learned that uh, the Jets still suck and that Tom Brady got the inaugural I'm Gase, why are you still here award? Because why is he still here? Fuck that guy. This, this show will forever, ever welcome Tom Brady slander. 
Um, we have learned that your progressive jibing is getting you not a steak dinner, but a hockey puck with ketchup and some unthawed frozen french fries thrown <laughs> full speed at your window. Um, <laughs> and that we cannot in good faith expect to go back to life as we knew it post-COVID. This is something that is coming ahead of us. Uh, and it's going to be ahead of us for, for quite some time. So we implore all of you listening and, and, you know, engaging with us to be careful, take care of yourselves, take care of your families. Um, and, and, you know, that's, that's what I got out of this. And the, the, I will close before we go into this last voicemail with, you know, we don't have a show next week because of the Thanksgiving holiday here in the U.S., but I am genuinely from the bottom of my heart thankful to all those of you who have embraced this podcast, who have embraced this show, and really come and join us week after week and listen to us because you give us a reason to keep coming back. Um, you know, otherwise it would just be me talking to Greg for three hours and Jesus Christ, save me for that. Um but on a serious Damn. note, <laughs> <laughs> on a serious note, we are thankful for you, the listeners, more than anything. We're thankful for the levels of engagement that you provide us. And we are thankful for you coming back week after week. Um, we are now building relationships. We have listeners who come back and we know them by name. And so you know, this is what I think Stereo set out to do. And so I am indefinitely thankful for it. Absolutely. Um, I guess I have to say this again. Shit. <laughs> God, I... Fuck. Um, damn, how do I say this? Uh, Steph, you know, you are near and dear to my heart. I love you so much. Um, I'm, I love you too. I'm, I'm not I'm not only thankful for you, I'm appreciative of the fact that like we, we have made the connection even though you fucking love Salisbury steak. Um, Listen, you love midget porn. We forgive each other's differences. Hey, um, it's fine. No, no. I, I, I don't love midget porn. And I, I don't love Salisbury do steak, but you want to keep talking that, about it. That, Shut that, up. That's a fucking lie. Yeah, that, that is a fucking lie. No, I don't believe that you only people. do it for Baylor. Baylor's yeah, out you're, just you're killing lying. people and wrapping them in rugs. Okay. Hey, oh, even worse. <laughs> don't tell people. Don't tell people the truth. They can't handle the truth. But they basically, like, you know, you, like I said, obviously earlier, like not only have you been a beacon, but you have been the reason why I've gone so hard and we've gone so hard. Um, obviously, when this podcast drops next week for Thanksgiving, obviously, people who are listening right now, they're appreciative of that. And I appreciate the fact that they are listening and I appreciate the fact that they are sharing it right now. And they are giving us the round of applause because, I mean, it is Thanksgiving, pre-Thanksgiving. So I hope that they are mic checking right now they're going and saying that you know what we appreciate yeah. the fact that like y'all are going and like giving us content because yes. we're not giving you anything next week we're, we're definitely not doing a fucking thing next week we are going to yes. enjoy each other um I, I, not I in that to, way yeah definitely not in that way. <laughs> not um, no way. actually i actually i actually feel really bad because i wanted to ask this and this was in like my own little side note i wanted to ask the listeners like what were they thankful for? A lot of people have done a lot of shows, but no one has actually said what they are thankful for. Like we, we've so lived you know in what? 2020. We, when we come what, back what from Thanksgiving, for? when we come back from Thanksgiving, I do want to have that, that opportunity to give the listeners a chance to tell us what they've been thankful for. Cause this year has not given us a lot to be thankful for. Um, I am thankful that 
during a pandemic, I've been able to maintain success in my personal life, in my professional life. And that aside from the, the roller coaster, um, that being isolated provides that my life remains relatively unchanged and unfazed. I'm thankful that my family is healthy. I'm thankful my friends are healthy and that no one has truly been affected uh, in a negative way by this pandemic, which is, I know is a rarity in this country these days. And so, you know, you have to look at the little things which actually turn out to be big things in the long run. And, and that's what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful that I get to go home and spend time with these people because you know, we, we have not been affected negatively by it. Absolutely. We have two more voicemails, but basically just to exit the show for the week. Um, do, do you have any closing words? I think only have uh, one, which is, yeah, I guess like, do you want to do it or do you want me to do it? Uh, the only, the only closing words that I have are, are thank you. That's it. Thank, thank you. you, Greg. Thank you to the listeners. Thank you to the people who engage us every week. Uh, we love you. Absolutely. Um, more importantly, be the change you want to see. Um, be thankful for the things that you have and the things that you don't. And more importantly, the things that are around you. Stereo has given a lot of people the opportunity to speak their own thoughts and speak them eloquently. Give them the opportunity to be and give them the opportunity to say. Um, people really, really take this app for granted. And I'm sure we have both considerably like taken this app for granted. But Mm -hmm. unlike Twitter and social media, like it's given us the ability to honestly engage with the people who are like minded or given us a different perspective on life. So I appreciate the fact that it's done that. So I'm very thankful for that. But obviously, more importantly, when it comes to it, like stuff like I'm going to continuously say this from a mountaintop, (laughs) like you are what I have I, I, I've needed in my life when it comes to this podcasting game and we're going to go far. Um, yeah. So anybody who's listening, like I, I just want you to clap it up for Steph because yeah. without Steph, this show does not exist. Um, so. Mike check does not exist. She is the reason why you might check. So I, I want you guys to just give it up and clap it up for Steph because there are not many women who do the things that she does in the way that she does things. She talks every part of sports, entertainment, news, and Salisbury steak. So I want you to clap it up <laughs> and, and just let her know, let her know that you are thankful for her because I am thankful for her. I hope you all follow her. You ain't got to follow me because I love you guys either way, but please let her know that you love her because trust me, I know for a fact that I love her and she loves you too. Um, I love y'all. In closing for the next one, damn. They, they're not going to see us until like the first week of December. Um, yeah, Mike Chuck gang. We're going to yeah, see you so in two weeks. Make sure, like I said, follow us at Young Black Pod on Instagram. You can still drop us your hot takes. Give us content. You can DM us things that you want to hear on upcoming shows. We take everything into consideration. But from me to you, Mike Check gang, as, as one of the co-leaders of the Mike Check gang, have a happy Thanksgiving and we'll see y'all in two weeks. Hey, I'm going to just spit some bars for y'all real quick. Get me mad, I start speaking like I'm Puerto Rican. Get it right, I'm Caucasian, but I'll leave you leaking. Wherever the money at, I seek it. That's my motherfucking homeboy, I meet it. I'm a genius, believe it. And I ain't on the same route, I'm going to take the scenic. I don't gangbang, but I throw it up, believe me. But I'm a white boy strapped up in Texas, you can see it. Okay. See, I, he didn't have me until I'm a gangbang, uh-huh. throw it up, believe me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No. White oh, no, boy from no, Texas no, no. had me at, at 
I'm a gangbang. I'm gonna throw it up bulimic. And I was like, all right, yeah, he got this. When he said, I'm gonna throw it up bulimic. Mm-hmm. Like that was fine. We, we we cannot end on that last voicemail that the guy was like, no, no, no. I, I need one person to just give us a voicemail that is going to end our show for the next two weeks. Tell send us what you're us, thankful for. Send us off with a good voice note on what you're thankful for, folks. Yeah. Un- until you do that, I you, you know what I have to do. If you talk about Salisbury steak, I am going to drive to your house right now. No, I, I, why would I ever do that? I, I'm because that you way. are Greg. I, <laughs> I, I'm not that way. I am not that way. I, I'm better than this. You are I, not. I, <laughs> it's not any better. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Someone please leave us a voice note. I can't listen to this whole song. There it is, Greg. Turn off the music. <laughs> All right, I'm done with you, Greg. We have two voice notes. Hi, I enjoyed the show. My name is Queen Dallas, and it's my first time listening to you guys as I'm sitting here doing nails. I enjoyed the show. Um, I learned a lot about men. I learned a lot about women. It was very interesting, and I want to say thank you guys for being so engaged um, with your audience and so open and forthcoming with your knowledge as well. Thank you, Queen Thank Dallas. You, so much. you are the reason that we do what we do because we want to be able to impart that wisdom, whatever little or much it may be. Uh, so please keep coming back. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Was that a baby breastfeeding? Okay. What was that? that was, I'm you know grateful that for this app because, um, yeah, I'm definitely going to utilize this. Absolutely. We've got a lot to talk about. I'm glad yes. I found this. Y'all have a good one. Everybody, happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Merry Christmas. Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. All that good stuff. Uh, happy New Year. <laughs> We're going to see how this 2021 thing go. Man, what? Please join us before Christmas and Hanukkah and all that stuff. We're going to be back right after Thanksgiving. So please keep coming back. Absolutely. What else we got? Well, this is Tierra. And I just want to tell you guys, I'm so thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my health. Um, I'm thankful for this roof that I have over my head, for the running water, for the food that we eat, for my beautiful, smiling, healthy children that I love to death. Um, They keep me going. Um, If it wasn't for my children, I don't know where I'd be. They keep me going. I want to be a better person because of them. I've changed my life so heavily because of them. And yeah, those are all the things I'm grateful. I'm so thankful and grateful that COVID didn't affect nobody in my family. And that's the thing I'm grateful for as well. So I'm grateful for all those things. That's a good, that's a good list. Absolutely. That absolutely gave me midget porn vibes. <laughs> <laughs> See? 
Speed gray. Throw baby. <laughs> and this is the last one. Again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining the mic check. Make it clap on the way out. We appreciate y'all. And we'll see you after Thanksgiving. Oh, and I definitely want to thank you guys, Greg and stuff, because um, I just love listening to you guys. You guys always have awesome, interesting topics. You guys, uh, you know, I like listening to you guys' perspectives, and you guys are great. You guys are a blessing, and you guys keep doing what you do because, you know, it's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Oh, we, All right. we have one more. It's we not have one me. more. I will kill you. It's probably Baylor. It's probably. This is Diva oh. speaking. Oh. I just want to say hey. this topic right here is very interesting because me and my partner just moved and we are actually moving right now. We are moving into our first apartment together. Our first apartment together. And See? it is 2020. We have all went through certain trials and tribulations. I just want to give a shout out to y'all for having this topic of conversation at the end of the podcast. Possibly if this is, I just came here to say, hey, you say, hey, babe. Hey. And we are just having a very <laughs> tiresome move night. But I love the topic. We hope your move goes smoothly. Congratulations on your new place. We wish you lots and lots of happiness with your partner. Uh, and, and I hope it all goes well. But again, this is it. We're wrapping up. Mike Check Gang, we love you. Absolutely. Make it clap. And we'll catch you after the holiday. And you know, as always. A hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription.